0: Episodes. And I missed one.
1: Hello and welcome to Triangle Squared, a PlayStation podcast. I'm your host, Brett, back, and alongside me, Mr. Sawbridge is bringing you guys Lucky Episode 98 for you for you but technically for me yeah. yeah but really episode 99 then again are we going to get technical and go into all of the impressions episodes and reader mails because then you go well they're all 0.5s but they all add up to one and count two. that's true i stopped you know what's funny is i stopped doing them as 0.5 episodes obviously just since bonus but i still save them on our computer so that they'll be in our setup correctly i still save them as like 98.5 for the most recent reader mail i wonder how many of <laughs> those we have you can do that yeah, I had to figure that one out on a whole other day. Uh, but with that being said, we are, like we said, Triangle Squared, a PlayStation podcast. You can find us in video format on YouTube every Monday at 10 a.m. PST and 12 p.m. CST. If you like what we're doing over there, subscribe, hit the bell notification. It'll let you know when these episodes go live every Monday at the least. Though we have reader mail every two weeks that we do bi-weekly separate from the show now. Have a lot more fun. It's relaxed, laid back. We've got some stuff very close on the horizon, an off-topic podcast that we have teased and given out. A uh, test episode to Sample our science. to our patrons, uh, and another show that I'm starting up on that um, I'm very close to being uh, announcing. Even though I announced it, it'll be a little bit before we start it, because I want to get a couple of uh, episodes down. But with that being said, you can also find us. oh wait actually if you like what we're talking about on here and want to give your thoughts do so in the comments below we like to hear them and if you have questions that you'd like to ask for the bi-weekly reader mail you can do so in the comments below if we love them heart them or whatever uh we will answer them on the bi-weekly reader mail like we talked about but if you want to listen to us only and not look at our ugly mugs and you can do so on podcast services be it itunes on android doesn't matter what you got you can do google play music spotify You know, all these new ones that we're on now that I can't remember the name of already. I think it's Stitcher and TuneIn. But uh, anyway, you can find us on anything or listen to us on the computer um, or turn us on on YouTube and then click to another tab like I tend to do when I'm listening to Joe Rogan and stuff like that. Um, Pretty much my life. Yeah, I don't do it all the time. Sometimes I find that I get really distracted by just sitting there looking at these people talk because something about it. If it's in front of me, I'm wanting to look at them. Uh, But anyway, you can find us on social media on Twitter at TriangleSQRD is our handle. You can find us on Facebook. That's Triangle Squared, a PlayStation podcast. If you ask to join that group, we will gladly accept you. Uh, You can find us on Discord in our day-to-day lives where we hang out and talk with everybody as much as possible. The link for that is in the description below. You can click through it. It's an uh, instant invite, so you can get added into there. If you support us on Patreon, our next little segue, you can get little different colored names and stuff for supporting. Us on the Discord, as well as things like early access to reader mails, uh, as far as um, you know, ex- bonus episodes that we do, like test episodes for new shows that we are testing out and getting ready for, uh, and we are constantly working on expanding that. So, if you would like to support us on Patreon, you can do so. The link is in the description below. We love you all for doing it, but we love you if you don't because you give us your time, and we appreciate that more than anything. But with that said, I think it's time to start off this episode. Saul, what you been playing this week?
0: Uh, I've been I've been hefty into the Resident Evil 2 remake.
1: I knew that much, but yeah. I didn't know if you played anything else because every time I have managed to like sneak peek see you in the Discord, I see you playing it. So yeah, it's really good. How long has your first playthrough been? Because like twelve hours. Yeah, that's what I about. That's what I imagine. I'm, I'm
0: about two hours away from beating the end of the game. So like, and then I have the Claire runs to do, of course, mm-hmm. and then all the other stuff to do. And i have actually considered like possibly speed running that game. To actually see see how quickly you can
1: get your time down to. Yeah. That's what's funny. Yeah. You get people who can, you know, like you just said, you've been playing for 12. You think you got two. So, you know, 12 to 15 hours maybe is a standard playthrough. Yeah. Uh, Maybe even let's just say 10 to 13 or whatever. Who knows? But and then you can easily in every Resident Evil game pull those down dramatically.
0: Yeah. And I I do. I do uh, attribute my long time uh, in that game to this one particular incident I was having where I did not realize that to open up a safe combination, you have to not click on the numbers. So, like, I was going to a safe, and I was turning the dial to the number, and I was like, X, and it would back you out of it. And I'm like, okay, this is really weird. So I was like, I guess this is Capcom weirdness or something. So I would do that, and I was like, these combinations aren't working at all. Because the, X, the the little key at the bottom says X to submit. So I'm like, I'm submitting each number, right? Is what makes sense. Oh, but but you're, instead but, you're supposed to just stop it there for a second and then turn it to the other number. So like I was having the most problems. Like there are two safes and you click X when you're
1: entirely done. Yeah. And yeah. it opens.
0: So like, I, I, I don't remember that being a thing in the, in the original one. I don't remember the original one though that much, <sighs> Me which is either. why this is like a brand new game.
1: I remember them terrible cameras. These the cameras are real good. And don't get me wrong, everything about this game's real good. I really actually enjoy the original Resident Evil in spite of the fact that I've always hated that camera. That's like Devil May Cry. I will give them the the added benefit, and that's what's funny. Devil May Cry was originally intended to be a Resident Evil game. Yeah, that got changed over. So it's interesting that one had such similar camera angles, because that's what it was built as. Yeah,
0: it's uh, what are those camera angles called? Uh, fixed point isotropic.
1: I, well, it's not isotropic, is it? I know it's fixed. Ca- I know it's not, fixed no. camera. It very is... similar to like what. Um, it's funny that that ended up being the fame because it's very similar to what you saw from like God of War one through yeah. three, uh, where it was fixed cameras and you're moving through an area not being able to control them. Uh, and you know what? I, the upside to fixed cameras is that you can use the analog stick at least in action games to be like a dodge roll, where if you just flick it one way or the other, the right analog stick it'll act as a dodge roll. Um, but at the same time, free camera controls nice. But anyway, yeah, I, I do it's... like uh, I like Resident Evil. The, the one I have the most memory of, funnily enough, is actually Nemesis because oh, my really? favorite, yeah, three um four is my my favorite well i'm talking about the original style Uh, because four is the beginning of this new i mean if anything two's remake is closer in style to four than it is the original two in a lot of ways comparable yeah like to that sense over the shoulder camera with a free control i would still say there's more of an element of horror in two than there is four yeah i was never four was that mixture of grotesque no, mixed co- with action. See, but it wasn't like five where it was overly action-y. action. Yeah, and which I is mean, what six was like, yeah, six was the real. I didn't, kick I didn't to play the nuts. six,
0: so I have no opinion. Six wasn't great. Uh, five wasn't that great either to me. Like, I remember when I beat the final boss of five, I was like, well, that was kind of lame. Uh, punch them boulders. It's not even the boulders, it's just the one rocket at the end that you could do and kill them. So
1: the whole setup and I uh, five was really fun from a co-op perspective. Never played it co-op. But that's about it. Yeah. I, I, realistically, I didn't even want to beat the game until somebody came along and wanted to play it with me. Then it was fun.
0: See, I, I, me and uh, one of my childhood friends I've spoken of him before, uh Big Seth, we, we played it separately, but at the same time he let me borrow it and I just, I didn't have that much fun with it. And this is coming down right after four. Uh We played four originally on GameCube and then and we played then the PS2 then replayed the wii version actually the wii version was the Weird. next complete version that yeah. um that had it had all the it. ps2
1: content yeah.
0: right no i think it didn't PS2 come had out before the ps2 no
1: okay it came out after yeah it came out after um but, i think the wii version came out in like 07 maybe have been 06
0: yeah i think it was 07 is what I, I think when the I ps2 it.
1: version came out in four or five and then the, the original
0: one came out 2003 i'm 99 yeah pretty sure. sure but uh i'm having a lot of fun with it um it says initial release date 2004. Okay. So, no, 2004. So it must um, have been 05 on PlayStation 2. 06 or 07 on Wii U. Yeah. Or Wii. But, um, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. There's, like I said, from like a zombie third person horror game, it does its job really, really well. Especially certain components of the game that if you haven't played yet, I won't spoil because it's really, really fun and it triggers that, um,. Just that thought process that I have for some reason, or even fear, of like something chasing you, and mm-hmm. it does that really well. And it's just now, no I, real big issues with the game so far.
1: The original game, people this constantly was, say I'm about that was
0: not in the original game.
1: Okay, well, I was going—that's what I was going to say okay. because the original game, or uh, the original or was, trilogy, people say that they gave that sensation of never knowing if something's following you or chasing you or whatever because of the weird camera. Well, it, it um, still does that. So it's like a weird that. suspensefulness.
0: It still does that. Like, every now and then, in new sections of the game, something will be hiding in plain sight in a way. And it's, okay. it's really freaked me out. For those that have played the game, I'm at the sewers. Uh, I'm after a certain character change-up, I would say, without giving out spoilers. Everybody knows there's at least two characters. But, um. I'm at the sewers and there's a couple things that when you're running through water or in the water and mainly one, nice. thing, like one thing. So it's really cool. But yeah, the, I had like this, this, this fear of something chasing me. Like it, and it's funny cause it can trigger at a lot of moments in my life that they're not really meant to. And like, I get like real, like my heart, uh, heartbeat raises up real fast. And it's like whenever I'm getting chased and if I'm getting chased by something, especially if I can't see it, Like whenever I used to go outside and play with my dog in the backyard at dark, he'd start chasing after me. I could hear the footsteps behind me. I could, but I wouldn't look back because I don't know how close he is. And like, of course, I knew he was going to bite me or anything, but it would scare me. And like that ever, like it that didn't start it. It's always been a thing that I've had, but. Games that do that really well are really are, are fantastic horror games for me. I well, because
1: they tie into that mental side. Yeah, it's not about the fact that the moment in and of itself is terrifying. It's about what it does to call back to other points in your life where it feels like you've been in that same. Well, kind I, of yeah, I
0: guess so. I mean, I, that's probably the psychological stuff behind it because it's just hearing footsteps or thuds and yeah. like not knowing where they're coming from and Absolutely. not knowing if they're in the same room as I am yep. is terrifying to me. But. A lot of Resident Evil 2. I I downloaded that on Sunday evening and I started at like 4 p.m. when we got back from the mall. Oh, so you got a digital? huh? Yeah. I told you. I I I think we we need to
1: continue our conversation from earlier. (laughs) I have
0: a problem. Yeah, I have a problem uh, with this that I need to talk about that I I don't remember if we talked about last week or not, but we'll talk about it It maybe in this episode or the next. Um, But I, I I played it for like six hours straight, almost till midnight, and then... I haven't really got a big chance to play a big chunk of it again, and I know I'm at the end of the game. So like I know that only a couple more hours, and I'm done.
1: Uh, and then do you I, have that weird feeling of where it's like I'm so close to the end that I kind of just want to sit down and knock it all out at once. But at the same time, I was
0: I was trying to do that on um, on uh, last when do we record reader mail Monday night? Whatever the like, like Tuesday. Tuesday. I was yeah. trying to do that on Tuesday night, but I just didn't get a chance to. Uh, but I didn't get a chance to on, uh, on yesterday because I was working on something else that we will talk about later on in the episode. But other than Resident Evil 2, I really think uh, Final Fantasy fourteen I jumped back into... I know you
1: restarted it, yeah.
0: Uh, well, I didn't really... I, I restarted it until I remembered. I was like, wait a second. I'm leveling up a Black Mage to go through the story, but I remember the story really well. So I was like, I guess I want to do a Dragoon. So I started on a Dragoon, and I was like, wait a second. I still have that level fifty two black mage on the same server we're playing on. And I forgot you can just you could change just drop jobs. Classes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so your jobs like could be you could be every single class or job in Final Fantasy fourteen on the same character. So I actually, which I love. Yeah, it's really cool. So like, once you make a character, like I made a uh, it's a it's the elven character or looking character. Once you make a character you really like, uh, you really only have to worry about the uh, the. It says Discord has audio right now. But once you have uh, like once you make your character and you just worry about what job you want to do and then you can have that one character do every single thing. And what I like about it is you can equip sets so you can assign a set to your character that is the gear you currently have and it switches between the jobs instantly. So like I'll go like last night I was playing a Dragoon and like I activated a dungeon because me Kiki Vince and one of their friends was playing and we were doing a dungeon. And like, I was like, wait a second here. Before we go into this dungeon, I'm level 17 on this Dragoon, but my black mage is level 52, and this is like a 41 dungeon.
1: Yeah, and they're in their so, 40s, right?
0: Yeah, they're in their 40s. So if, if you get to round a plan with this, uh, it'll probably take you like a week to catch up. If that, Well, not knowing how you play, but we could probably bring you up level pretty, pretty quickly if I recall how to do that right. It's pretty much doing the Duty Finder daily that you unlock at level 15 or 20, Yeah, and then hanging out with us. Because once we go through... um we can easily go through and go through dungeons and stuff to help you level, even though you're only going to unlock one or two, but really that's it. That's it. Like just Final fancy 14. And then that, and then another, like I said, a little cheeky game that I've been practicing on that I will mention later. Okay,
1: well literally just Kingdom Hearts 3 here, uh, but I got the Platinum, and that was my goal, was originally, and then it ended up working in my favor anyway, um, with yesterday, how it ended up working out. We didn't get to go do anything uh, for Valentine's Day, me and my wife, Uh, so we kept that for yesterday. And the beginning of the day, Kyrie was throwing up and everything, so I didn't end up going to work, and it just really messed up the schedule. Uh, And I was like, well, you know what? I was originally intending to start Metro, but I haven't even had a chance to go buy it or download it or anything, you know what I mean? So I've just kind of been nothing. I didn't play games at all yesterday. So it was interesting. I did watch Incredibles 2, though. (laughs) And I never was a huge fan of the first one. I like it. It was a fine movie. But I guess, I mean, yeah, it's a good movie. I guess the entire plot of Incredibles 2 within the the first 30 minutes. Um, So, you know, it's just one of those things. But anyway, yeah, that's about all. So I think, Saul, it's about time for you to drop into the hop. So for those that don't know. I'm so proud of you. We
0: had to do it, though. Hop into the drop. So for those that don't know, the drop is this week's PlayStation releases across all of its platforms, starting Tuesday with the typical release date. It's very rare you get a Monday, but every now and then you get a weird one in there uh so look forward to these this week as you're listening to the podcast first up we have almost there the platformer for ps4 the big one <laughs> arguably as uh anthem for ps4 friday release chrome Chromag, um chromagun vr chromagun oh yeah that is a good chromagun mm-hmm. that is two words put together without a space or a hyphen chromagun vr for psvr dagger hood for ps4 and PS Vita, and i believe that is
1: a digital cross by title nice we have
0: death end Request. PS4. why
1: is the re not capitalized i don't quest? know and why is it a semicolon first i never of all? know
0: how these are how these are said the is japanese it, man. is it request or is it request like re pause well, hold quest? on
1: is it death end and is it like the kingdom hearts re where it stands for remake you know is, there, is it death end remake of what originally was called death end it quest? doesn't it
0: doesn't mention a remake of any kind so i'm I don't but know. the
1: semicolon is the part that's throwing me off more than anything you might be interested in this dreamworks dragons dawn of the new riders it PS4. actually doesn't look as bad as you think
0: i'm not I, joking. I don't think it looks bad i think it looks like how to train your dragon which is what it's uh influenced yeah by. i love how to train your dragon very good series we have farm together another what looks be like a mobile title coming to ps4 we have hacky Zack for ps4 hell warders for ps4 it's a good name hexamaze for ps4 actually the art for that looks really dope yeah uh Pode for ps4 queen's quest 2 stories of forgotten past for ps2 ps2 uh, ps4 <laughs> what did i get okay queen's quest 2 okay yeah uh rim 2000 or 9000 or rym 9000 rhyme rim i don't know
1: okay rhyme giving the Y the long Y sound when there's nothing else there you know yeah
0: it doesn't make any sense we'll uh, see. Uh, stein's Maybe. gate elite for ps4 and let's see unexplored unlocked edition for ps4 and that's the last one on the Mm -hmm. list so uh you guys let us know if y'all are getting anthem or uh what you uh maybe getting this week let us know uh, i think anthem's a big one for this week for me anthem is the big one i think we discussed just a second ago and i think this is a good idea that we'll get it saturday more than likely
1: yeah i think so as Uh, and we'll get into why we're not gonna be able to play it Friday anyway here in a little while uh but going directly into news first thing up is Days Gone we talked about it last week they were sending out invitations for Deacon and Sarah's wedding which was going to obviously be a YouTube reveal of a new trailer um which was kind of cool so Days Gone received a new trailer in correspondence with Deacon and Sarah wedding invitations that were being sent out the new trailer shows off Deacon visiting the church where he married in the aftermath of the Freaker outbreak it's Honestly, a pretty good trailer. I would say so far, it may be the best trailer that they've had of the game so far, even though there's not been a lot of trailers. You know, we were given a wealth of gameplay. And I think that's important because you got to understand how the game plays more than anything. But with where we're at now, we kind of really know what we're getting into gameplay wise for the most part. So I think at this point, you got to start giving people story reasons as they, why they might connect. Uh, that way you can just draw on the rest of the people who might be going, well, it looks fun, but you, know, you have people who really love stories and be like, oh, I want to make sure it's a story that touches with me uh, and this is a good way to do it, uh, and it was pretty visceral. I mean, It was a good show off of of the game, I think, uh, in terms of a trailer. Uh, PlayStation's had some good luck with that, thankfully. So
0: it was it was pretty good. I actually chuckled whenever. Yeah, he, yeah I was going to ask, did you actually altar? get to watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was doing his hat and his at the wedding altar, which yeah. I know is a very common thing for bikers to do. I'm pretty sure. Um, mm. What is that Sun, Sons Anarchy? of Anarchy? Yeah, they That's did that. Say, they yeah. did that in the show as well, if I remember correctly. And see, I've never really cared for that, that show. show. It's it's a pretty decent show, honestly.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen it and I've seen like bits and pieces and maybe even a whole episode here and there, not enough to ever understand what was going on. I, uh, a, but I, really I remember a, immediately people were like, "Dude, this is Sons of Anarchy with zombies." I guess. Like, I mean, if you really think about it, that's not that far off from the way that they're approaching it. Did you guys not get that from the very first E3 reveal? Well, that's all I was talking about. The E3 reveal oh, is what okay. people said that about. I thought you were talking like, about
0: like the wedding. I was like, yeah, no, no,
1: no, yeah, no. From the early days when you first saw him kind of riding the bike, and it was like, what. Which, you know, the thing about that show is that Sons of Anarchy has just such a rabid fan base that I wouldn't be surprised if they were partially like, I really hope that all the people who wanted to play a Sons of Anarchy game just pick ours up, because it's going to have some biker gang quarrels. Or thralls. you could go pick up Ride to Hell Retribution. Oh yeah, the the best game. Uh, get you, go get you it. You know, you know what? Have fun with it. I think there's a 360 exclusive, was it not? Weirdly enough. Was it I on PS3? So. I know you looked at it the other day, but I remember I never saw well, a copy for PS3 if it's on both. So you, you confirm that, and then we'll move on. I, I really... I no, could, it's, it's multi-platform. Windows, PS3, Xbox 360. I never saw it on PS3, but because I never even saw the game physically until I worked at GameStop. I, I was at GameStop and saw it get traded in uh, for an obscenely low amount of money. But next up, uh, speaking of Anthem, like we were talking about, its server issues have come back up with the early access release for PC and Xbox players, meaning that players who have yet to play... Uh, maybe ps4 players who don't get the early access or people who've just been holding off uh, you may want to wait for confirmation of the issues being resolved with a day one patch before diving into your purchase as of right now all the problems that crept up into the vip demo seem to be present in the early release which is a damn shame yeah really i mean it's you, you have essentially two betas you have the vip beta and they call it a demo poorly and then you have the open beta, which I never even got around to getting to play the open beta just due to the way my weekend went. Wow. So I don't know if the open beta still had as many issues or if it had the same issues, but it's a shame to see two beta tests running through, which the primary goal appeared to be making sure that these saver issues were able to be figured out before that game actually launched. And originally I was like, I have no problem with them being in a VIP demo or beta and even an open beta, because the whole point is to make sure that they're ready for when the game actually comes, and I think this goes back to what I was talking about before, where I think that there's a lot of applaud to give to Respawn for being able to bring Apex out with absolutely no problems, and they hit 25 million players in their first week.
0: Yeah, and supposedly a lot of the things that people were complaining about with the demo is that they're uh, like the run speed in Fort Taurus.
1: Uh, well, and that—that's a minor complaint. Well,
0: no, no, I'm saying all that's coming, like all the things they said they were fixing is coming in the day one patch that these people haven't seen yet.
1: Oh, so like, yeah, okay, that's yeah, all okay.
0: confirmed to be coming
1: Friday. So, but I does that deal with the things like the infinite loads? Yeah, supposedly
0: so. Supposedly, so, supposedly so. The okay. only thing that I'm kind of worried about this game is the grind skeleton has been
1: kind of brought out into light. And, yeah they kind of revealed what the whole idea of in-game of uh, stuff is supposed to be i like mostly have you seen this no like the i've been trying to stay a little bit off because i don't want i don't want to spoil anything for it me looks, It looks i'm just gonna say it looks
0: really grindy like grindier than destiny because this is main story stuff you have to do it's okay so you know how to mmo and if you play final fantasy 14 you're gonna have to do this unfortunately but it's just the way all mmos work yeah unfortunately. is that you have to end up leveling up to access other quests mm. This has challenges on top of that that you have to complete to get to these certain spots okay, or during these certain spots. Um, So that's just a little thing to be wary of that supposedly in the middle of the story, it breaks you into this. And then then it has you do this to unlock these other areas or or during these other areas. I'm not entirely too sure if it's during or before to, to unlock these tombs. Yeah. But I'm just warning you because I know... They said that it could take a while to get these done to keep on with the story. So it's like a major pacing break in the middle of the story, which
1: I don't and know. And depending if I'm fond on that. how story heavy this is, a pacing break of that part of that scale at the wrong time can really be a big hit. It could now outside of that if this is grinding in a way that works for people who really like, cause you know, the thing about destiny is even destiny one was always grindy, but it really just struck a chord with a certain group of people who love the way they went about grinding. Yeah. And it's like, so if they can carry that over, right, it may not be best for me. Cause I'm kind of on the fence about the grindiness. If I have the time, I don't mind it too much. But I also have this thing where I want some games to at least somewhat respect your time. Excuse but me. you've got to give certain types of games. Like you're saying, you have to give MMOs. And this is, like we say, you know, we finally come to the point where you would kind of agree that for lack of a better. Pseudo MMO. Yeah, yeah, for lack of a better c- category that you're going to essentially call Destiny and games like these pseudo MMOs because it's kind of what they are, uh, at least closest that we know of. So. When you think about it in that sense, yeah, the grinding makes sense. It's kind of par for the course with that type of genre, but I'm kind of hit or miss because the main reason I stopped playing MMO so much is that they are a time sink and I just don't have that kind of time. Not with what we want to do with this channel, not with what I want to do in my personal life with my family and not with what I have to do from a work job perspective. It's hard to sometimes want to do that when you're trying to keep up with all these other games as well. So, and we'll see, but that's why me and Saul were saying that we may wait because, um, friday's gonna be busy so es- essentially wake up saturday figure out if anybody has major issues after the day one patch and yeah. then uh, approach it from there you know what i mean
0: yeah well i can uh we since it's technically live thursday midnight i'm pretty sure throughout friday i could check the subreddit and stuff and, see and a have complaint. a good idea yeah if i see a lot of complaints i may wait but if i don't or if things have been fixed and it's a lot of praise and i can download it while i'm at work and be yeah. ready for saturday morning
1: yeah just to confirm praise that the issues have been fixed because nobody's gonna be able to get a good enough feel for how the game is in the long term from the first day anyway so Mm -mm. uh all right next up jade has been revealed for mortal kombat 11 bringing another classic back into the series with some source code thinking that they'll bring and i can't remember the dude's name now of course i'm gonna forget it um he hasn't been seen in mortal kombat for a while uh but the dude is like a i'm trying to think of the way you describe this character um He's kind of like a cowboy. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even joking. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. And I, I, he hasn't been in a game in so long. Aaron Black. Uh, I don't think he's been in a game for a while. And that's a Mortal Kombat character? Hold on. No, no, no. Aaron... Okay, I, I'm wrong. Uh, Aaron Black came in Mortal Kombat 10. That must have been after I stopped comic playing. Comic series. Oh. And made his game debut playable character in Mortal Kombat 10 as well. For some reason oh i know why i'm conflating mortal Kombat with an entirely different series that was on ps2 that i cannot for the life of me remember um is it a fighting game nope me and jonathan played it too it's got a very dark cover and you and you play as a guy who looks so similar to this in my in my opinion it's co-op it's really fun and it's gonna kill me i'm gonna have to text jonathan and ask him what the name of that game was i had never played it until he moved in and just mentioned it um But it was fun, whatever it was, and it just the character made me think of that. So I don't know. In my mind, I was thinking, this is a character I haven't seen since a PS2 game. Wrong PS2 game, though. So, yeah, Aaron Black apparently will be potentially coming back from what people have dug up from source code. So that's a different thing. Um, Moving along, though, Ubisoft revealed numbers for their third quarter uh, for the period between October 1st, 2018, and December 31st, 2018, just so you get a a frame of reference. Uh, And it did not suffer in the ways that EA and Square did, very interestingly. Uh, A few interesting pieces of information from that were the numbers that PS4 performed strongest in North America. They performed strongest in North America as a whole, uh, Ubisoft did, uh, which makes sense, we're a very large market, and their ps4 led by a very large margin so not surprising, not surprising and actually a little less than last year in terms of not the margin but the overall amount of the the lead i think uh, last year was like 44 percent this year 36 percent um but 36 or 32 percent maybe but xbox was 18 percent, so it was a quite a, a large jump up from the the runner up in terms of that but the next part And I think this is going to be interesting for you, and this might tie into what you were talking about, but maybe not uh, earlier when you said we might get into it this episode or the next, uh, which is by their net bookings, their total net bookings were up to 66.4% being digital in comparison to 56.3% the year before, which shows the expected increase in digital gaming that people have been talking about for a long time. And it's just been slowly increasing. And realistically, that's not even slowly. That's a a 10% jump right technically a 10.1% jump notable so I mean I know that like you said you dove full on digital yeah Um, I haven't bought a physical game since Spider-Man and I'm trying to play this game where I still prefer digital but I'm trying to use my credit card points that I get yeah from the PlayStation credit card and use that to kind of subsidize gaming here and there when I have an excess of points which if they can ever get back to giving me the freaking points that they owe me anyway my back points I'm still working on that um but I still got like $300 worth of points. Probably had now. to do with them taking off the trophy stuff, which was
0: the only reason I was like, I was like, I might jump back into this trophy hunting. If that card's like, it, I actually thought about getting the card. And I was like, trophy hunt, may I come back to this. And then they're like,
1: well, trophy hunting separate. That's just PlayStation rewards, but I get your point. Well, it was, as of, as of
0: November, they stopped. Yeah. There is no more trophy uh, earnings for points of any kind. So. Which is a shame.
1: Yeah. What a cool way to, you know, to, to do that. And, and I, then
0: every platinum trophy was like X amount of points or
1: something. Yep. Yeah. I mean that's even then cool thing. ten platinums gave you
0: ten dollars, I think. Now to be fair Well, okay, I thought it was one platinum was a dollar. Yeah, so oh, that ten platinum okay, gave you ten dollars. Yeah, yeah. So essentially that when you think sense. about
1: that, I could kind of see that actually hurting them from a business perspective. For people who well, have the people who find those really easy to platinum games. You would need 70, 10, 70 platinums in one year to buy one game at yeah, sixty dollars. Yeah, that's true. I mean it's just who knows whatever hit and even is. then you gotta
0: consider them buying the games yeah so they're still they're, so. They, I think they knew what they were doing
1: I just think he wasn't used that often maybe not But anyway, uh, during its financial earnings call, Ubisoft confirmed plans to release three or potentially four AAA titles in the time between April 2019 and March 2020, which is moving into their next fiscal year. Uh, We're right now in their final quarter, so Far Cry New Dawn is going to be considered a fourth quarter uh, fiscal year-wise release for them. Um, So that's pretty interesting, because as of right now, I don't know outside of the Division 2, which even the Division 2 is in March, right? So March 15th. If that's how it's going on then what games can they possibly have to release within that period? They don't. That's the thing. Well, that we know about. Now, well, this, when, may, when, this when may this may be, be going revealed? back. This, this may be going back to your thing, right? Where you want to see more developers come out and say, "Hey, here's the first time you've ever seen this game and we're releasing it within a 6-month window."
0: That's what it needs to happen. That's in my opinion that is the most satisfying and it's just the most rewarding to anybody. I agree to an extent.
1: I I think that we've talked about this before, but do you agree that a a company like Sony and Nintendo and Microsoft who have hardware in in the kind of, realistically hardware is their focus and the games just drive you to it. I do think that there's an importance to letting them get at least a year ahead of a game so that they have a reasonable ability to come up. And now as Sony continues to back away from E3 and stuff that may change. But I think to an extent, Sony's trying to show you even a year out of what you can expect in the following years so that you can kind of go, well, that's why I want to buy a PlayStation right now because that game looks so awesome. And then all these other games who are third party are also supported on it. That's why I want to go that route. Or that's why I want to shift from Xbox to PlayStation or from Nintendo to PlayStation. Or why I want to buy a PlayStation in conjunction with either of those systems. and i think that that's kind of the reason that you see menu, console manufacturers give more head time from them games from their games whereas i've noticed that for the most part it's not as much as Bethesda coming out and saying hey here's fallout 4 and it's coming out 4 months 5 months later but i think that you've seen closer to that from third party than you have first party like i think ubisoft's done a pretty good job outside of like south park the fractured but whole you know, but normally they'll be like, well, here's the new Assassin's Creed, and this is exactly what Activision does as well. Some of this comes from the fact that you know they're coming and they're yearly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Activision will essentially be hey, Call of Duty, we're going to talk about it in March, May, or whatever it ends up being, and then you're going to come out in November.
0: Uh, it's it's more like to me it, I, th- I feel like it's more like June, July for maybe probably.
1: and then that's a six month window if it comes out yeah, in, like, in November that's my favorite way usual. of
0: revealing like the way Todd Howard did it in 2015 with Fallout 4 was, was like one of the best things in the world I think we were both watching that and then we were like, oh, what is this going to be next year? And it was like November. And I'm like,
1: holy crap. Well, and it's interesting, right? Because it not only gives you something to be excited about, but instead of it just being, and I admittedly am a fan of that, oddly, I do actually sometimes like when a company just comes up on stage, like the Sekiro thing, where it's just a short teaser video. And you go, what the hell was that? Yeah, no, that's, there, there's a fun to that. But that's, there, that's a more mystery driven thing. That's a
0: more mystery driven thing. And the the guessing game and then the following the, the breadcrumbs, if there's like developers saying, oh, well, this, you know, get ready for this. Yeah. and it was just like what but yeah for uh, me it's 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 a mixture of both like leave that kind of stuff for the game awards because i think that's the perfect place to have it and
1: let them be cryptic and not even full information so if Until you're teasing or if you're teasing the last of us 2 don't even put anything that says the last of us 2 just put something that would that for real fans they know like either this is totally or, or make it to where it's just enough and they go i think this might be the last of us yeah you know obviously the last of us 2 is already coming that was just an example um but uh, they leave the big stuff know. for e3 and have it
0: like Honestly, if there was like well, that's, rules to E three, I wish they would I wish they would be in place. Like you cannot show a game off unless it has a, a set of release date. And of course, delays and stuff may happen. And I that's don't fine. yeah, and
1: I think that, that would have to be something that would could be waived again. That's what I mean. That would be waived for console manufacturers.
0: We have seen uh we have seen Days Gone three years in a row. We have yep. seen Spider Man Three years then again, ready. I
1: don't agree with regulation in that sense just as a general thing. I don't think you should be able to tell somebody left. if they're going to screw up, which I mean, if that's if you consider them showing it that many times yeah, screwing I up, do. which I, I straddle. I mean, I think that they... Like g- Spider-Man I was sick of
0: seeing by, mm-hmm. by last year. Uh, days Gone I was sick of seeing by last year. God of War was getting there, but not too bad. Uh, because I think God of War had what? 2016 E3 plus PSX. That's it, right? I think. Um, there might have been a 2017 E3. Yeah. Wait.
1: Yeah, it's 7, it was 16. it was sixteen is when they were uh, well, announced. You know it.
0: what did it really well? Horizon. Well, yeah, we didn't see Horizon all that much as opposed to Spider-Man, Detroit, God of War.
1: Some um, of that has been a gone. shift in the way that they've gone about announcing their games, as me and you've talked about, where. You know, used to that was kind of at least Horizon for sure, kind of got that kind of treatment, which was interesting. But then Sony has done this hard shift where they're going to give Game Informer a cover month for a game. I hate that, uh, and they're going to give them a month full of coverage where you see new gameplay and I new don't, different things. Yeah, like don't do and that. Different interviews, um,
0: I, even though it's obviously marketing and it's all business and it makes it's probably really sense.
1: smart marketing. No, it it, I would it, imagine. it really is. I wonder what the number of return is because they've done it so many times since.
0: Yeah, i no, I completely understand why you do it. I understand the numbers behind it that make sense, and all that stuff is down to a. Man- that that completely makes 100% sense from a business standpoint but for like a consumer i don't like seeing like 15 minutes of a game that's not due out 3 months with gameplay footage don't, but i think other consumers do otherwise consumers they wouldn't do. keep doing it, well, it i would ha- say most it do. has
1: to be an overwhelming majority yeah, most for them do. to want to keep following that route now i think it just rubs us in weird ways and i think particularly i think particularly you because of how much i think that you and don't be wrong i i liked it too but i know that you just really liked that fallout 4 method well, so, I hear, here's
0: the thing of Sekiro that doesn't come out for another month. That has 40 minutes of gameplay in one video. And then I think there's another uh, 10 minutes of here. So that's 50 minutes so far. Well, 10 it, minutes here. So yeah. who, who knows if it's repeating or whatever. But yeah, sure. I haven't watched any of this
1: um, and I, I won't like it's just. And see, that's where I go with that. I think that's why you can't put regulation on there. Right. For the people that want to, you almost need to let them. For the people that don't want to, they don't have to. They can opt set, out, essentially. For
0: set in date trailer, or for for set trailers that are three minutes long, two and a half minutes long, I think they should have to have, or maybe, I should think it's the best idea to have a release
1: date. Well, maybe a best idea, but a that's, teaser trailer that's where something you get to else. play this game of... Um, if Sony missteps by doing too much of that and kind of bringing the, down the thing, then let's say Microsoft comes in and does the exact opposite and goes every game we show has release date and we show a decent chunk of the game just enough to get you an idea of what you're looking at, and then that would be better than me,
0: than Sony's.
1: That's what I mean is that's how you generally it's kind of the idea of the free market. You let Sony misstep so that the competition can come in. That way, next year hopefully Sony learns from that misstep and can come up and and it creates better competition. Right. Uh, so if that's it makes, how it's going to be. It makes
0: Sense in the, in my mind of fantasies that pull this plays out sure. and it works well, but sure. it never would do that.
1: Now here's the other side of that. One thing that we didn't end up talking about because it, we recorded early and it kind of just messed with what our topic probably would have been, which I'm also glad because so many people covered it as a topic. But Sean Laden talking about why Sony's backing out of E3, uh, and it's because he I, I actually agree with what he said. You know, he's saying, "Have you seen this article yet?" No, I didn't. Okay. I, didn't
0: I didn't. I only saw one
1: thing related to Sean Laden last week. Okay, and I know what that was. Yeah. Uh, but essentially, what's happening is he's saying, like you know, with what they're doing and what a lot of people are doing right now, but particularly them, they're creating bigger games that are taking longer to develop, which ends up making it to where, when E three rolls around, they don't always have something to show. Uh, so which is to that, even is be there, uh, well. Yes and no. It's but not planned well, right? Like when you think it, about it, uh, there's a difference between planning, right? Because if you you only have a certain number of studios, and I guess you could say that they could bulk it up even more to make sure that's always on a schedule. But that's what I mean. That bumps into to a few extents, and this is why I think I agree with what Sony's generally saying. The problem with that is I think if a studio comes out and says this is a game we want to make, we know that it's going to take this long, and we know that that's a little bit of a long time, or they get halfway through it and they go we need another year to make sure that this is the game we intended it to be and it'll sell bigger. Okay, how about this and uh, Sony keeps giving window. them that thing?
0: Maybe. Q4 2019 or something. Do
1: you remember early PlayStation 4 days when almost every PS4 exclusive kept getting dates and then every time it'd get delayed? I don't Sony, remember that with every
0: time getting delayed.
1: Oh, I remember games like Uncharted 4 got delayed, The Order got delayed, Uncharted Ratchet got and Clank delayed a week, didn't it? R- Ratchet and Clank. No. Uncharted 3 got Uncharted 4 got delayed 3 times. Um, I, remember that. I remember the last one specifically. yeah the the order got delayed uh, i don't know about lost legacy it may not have but it was also a very different see, setup that, that
0: just goes to show me that like like companies like this they they like are you're you really like planning this stuff out well or are you kind of just i
1: think they are free balling it but to an extent they also go let's just use uncharted as the golden example right uh, i think that they look at uncharted and they go uncharted's a big franchise and we can't even afford to just force them to release it early because of the fact that it may tar this franchise that we can use as a leverage in the future, or it may hurt the sales numbers that we have for this. And we've already put this much budget in. We're trying to use, it's obviously going to meet budget and exceed it. We're trying to use this so we can fund this other game that we're unsure of because that's Sony's mentioned that a number of times and every publisher does this. They use the biggest games they know are going to sell to help fund the ideas that they aren't sure if will or will not blow up. Um, And so they kind of use those weird momentum. They go, well, we made 10 million, you know, we we sold 10 million copies on this game and we only really needed to sell 2 million to break even or whatever. So we use that extra overhead to help them make their best, their, their new game and give them even more creative control and more budget if they want it, depending on what they're doing. And then we use that extra money to fund this game that we're not quite sure if it's going to be a big hit like horizon at one point in time. We're like, we're not quite sure, but it's an interesting idea that could blow up. And it did. Um, and they kind of play that balancing game. So I think every manufacturer has to play that level of no matter what we planned, this game is going to be better off and probably sell better and be reviewed better and everything. So generally better for public perception if we delay it. Uh, and I think that that's why they kind of choose to do those things. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a power play of we can force to release now. So we hold to our dates, but it makes for a worse game, which makes us look worse but then, well, what kinda... Sony did to fix it, and then I'll let you go, So I promise, but <laughs> what Sony did to fix it, and this goes into what you're talking about, they are so coy about actually giving release dates or even release Windows to anything because they're scared that they have to push it back. It looks like it, they get the backlash of having to delay well, things. Well, why,
0: why put out a release date if you know you're not going to make it?
1: They, that's why they don't anymore.
0: Well, that's the thing, is that like, why show off something that you're unsure on which year and what console it's going to release on even at this point?
1: Yeah, because of, because that's that's. that's why. Problem. That's what I think that they were saying, is that E3 was forcing that of them, I think, I even think, though they, that's not the way the company is currently structured.
0: Well, I think that it's a double-edged sword, because the, my problem is, is that it's really easy for companies to throw out a, a three-minute CGI trailer and say, coming soon. It's mm. just like, is it really, or What's is this all, game
1: even in development? I'll give them that. They didn't do that. Sony's not done that in a long time. No, they haven't done that in a long time. Every if, game they've shown, count, they've shown gameplay. Okay, so unless you count fair.
0: their partnership with Square for Final Fantasy VII. Yes, okay. which is...
1: Different. I mean, I'm it not going to count it because it's not first party. Well, showing it at a Sony E3, but it is showing at an E3. Yeah. So, and it was so, like, a weird move. That's one of my biggest. problems. being the same situation. Yeah,
0: and, and that's one of my biggest problems is seeing a release date and a, a trailer and then wondering like, is this game even gonna, even going to come out within a year? Yeah. And it, it, at my point, at my fun, or at my, in my experience, and in my opinion, it's it's one of those things that I cannot get excited for because I just simply don't know when I'm going to play it. It's no point getting excited over something that could come in two years, three years. Well, here's a
1: game that you are excited about and you have been excited for, but you still have never known when it was going to come, Death Stranding. So why does that game for you, why has that game been different? Because of the way they've shown it? Or because of who it, it is? It,
0: it ties into that mystery thing with teaser trailers, yeah. where
1: it's like, here's like
0: like Sekiro. It's this slice of little information, and then like, what was that? And then you finally get the big reveal on it, and then you become much more excited for it. Even though Sekiro, uh Whereas, was that? like nine months from reveal that was the release date. So I was like, that's a long wait, but I'm really excited for it with the same thing goes for death stranding. I like the developers is coming from, I like the people who are creating it. It, the very first, it started as a strata mystery and it still really is. Mm -hmm. And I have faith in that studio. Yeah. As opposed
1: to, bend which i don't think you have as much of a connection with i don't have any but also for the fact that they came out of the gate with all the gameplay essentially they never needed to show it again realistically they 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 never needed to show it again after the initial announcement because the initial announcement was so hefty definitely because they ended e3 on another on the actual gameplay yeah so you had a full-on trailer that explained enough Then you saw the
0: gameplay It's like well well see here's the thing though the problem
1: with that is that you saw that three years ago
0: yeah and you've seen it that e3 the E3 after that, the E3 after that, and now you see uh, multiple GameStop coverages, magazine coverages. Sure. You, you, at that point in time, over the last three years, it's been a little too in your face.
1: And that ties back into
0: almost... Uh, not even in your face, but it's too, it's been too... Not diluted, but it's, it's like whatever the opposite of that is. I can't think right now. But...
1: Well, I mean, really, I it's guess... It's too you're, saturated it, it, in a way. Yeah, saturated is what I was going to use, but diluted also works to an extent because there's so much that you're kind of losing the forest for the trees to an yeah, extent. Yeah,
0: like, it's, it's but, just... Like, it's, it's games that are revealed. I should specify, too, like, maybe not not, like, have... Uh, or force them to release dates, but have them at least like present games that you that they feel are going to come out within the next year or two.
1: Yeah, but again, that goes back. I get what you're saying because it'll help to an extent, but it just still goes back to regulation that only serves to weaken competition in a way because not if they both do it correctly, well, well no, that will because then they're both having to play these safety games, right? They're having to play Whereas, the safety
0: games right now.
1: Well, I mean they're doing that. Sony is doing that very particularly yeah. because of being backlashed so many times before. Not even back backlashed I mean out. When you have regulation, it keeps one from screwing up, and if you keep one company from screwing up too much, it drives the other company to be lazy and slow because they know they only have to do bare minimum potentially. And Not that's really, why I like the Microsoft idea of competition has been doing the opposite of that. They've been trying to catch up. Instead yeah, of being lazy, and they and see, and it's weird because they had a good E three showing last year, but it really wasn't full of substance at all. If you really think about it, I, it well,
0: was. I disagree. Well, when I you say got that, like four major
1: substance from a first party perspective, okay, yeah. because all it was was a lot of studio announcements, which is cool. Yeah, but you didn't see a damn thing from those studios, and that's. That's sensible. That's well, what be, happens when you just acquire a studio.
0: To be fair, there's not a lot we can see from the Sony side that we know is happening, right? Yeah, to an extent, it's yeah. it's, it's what we're going to see is the games that we've known have been in development. I think sure. that's the problem. That's that's
1: why they're not going to be. These it's three, a perception setup. Is, yeah. yeah, they're they're, they're Sony has no new studios, so we're not we're not sure why they're not showing us new things. Well, because even, perception would be that Sony has all these studios already existing, so there has to be games that they've not been working on. But I think that goes into what I'm talking about with Sony saying that. That they're letting the studios build bigger games that take longer whereas used to you'd have studios like you know for a little stint and i mean a little stint naughty dog was a two studio or you know a two team studio yeah. then that like back or in or
0: something people like or is it well no, no it less was than, or 60 or less or something in the I, original studio? i don't even
1: know if it was that but my I, I don't actually i don't even know what you're talking about at that point what, so the original,
0: like like Naughty Dog back in Jack and Daxter was 60 people. Oh, yeah, but
1: I'm talking about the fact that during Uncharted 3 and The Last of Us development, they uh, were a okay. two-team studio. Oh, yeah. Where prior to that, they'd always been a single One, team. Yeah. Uh, so that happened for a short period, and I think it's easy for people to go, well, they're always going to have two teams now, but that didn't happen. When Uncharted 4 came back into the, the build, uh, they all had to merge back together and just work on Uncharted 4 to get it out of the door on time, because they right. had a reboot development. Well, see. Am I- uh, so in those situations, I'm just saying, I think that I think it's unfortunate and maybe Sony's suffering just because of the way the industry is driven including E3 and that's why his statement was that E3 has a, or that the industry has evolved but E3 hasn't evolved with it and I think that's uh, I, I, I think, think that's it's a, a relatively out. true statement but I could also see the element of it being a cop out but I just I mean regardless Sony's just not at a point where they can be prepared for an actual E3 and give the, fans the, what they would well, expect well they
0: can't be prepared because they throw all their all their dice on the one side of the table then that table is just now coming out because E3
1: forced them Is their there stance and i and i see it how did e3 force them to do anything microsoft has had
0: lackluster e3s up until last year for the past five years almost yeah there was where sony
1: didn't right but see for sony to hit those five years of greatness or uh, four years, really. I was gonna say, but even it, to hit the, to hit those four years of being pretty hyped and being like, "Man, that was a really solid show." The last you have to throw all your cards in, and that's what I mean. It, right, it, but it, it turns that around. That was a that was a foolish move on their part because of the fact that now it's left this opening. So, but what? Okay, so like, but, let's say ahead.
0: we have Horizon, Spider Man, Days Gone, Detroit, God of War. So I'll just five games right there that have sure. all been shown more than three times. Yeah, what is? Different than what they did with the Days Gone treatment they did in with 2013, I think, or 14 or 2015. Days Gone? Yeah. 16. That was part of the 16. I thought that was 15. No. Nope. Okay. 16. It was the same year as God of War. Okay. So, yeah. So, three years this year. But what is to stop them from doing that with each of their games and having bigger segments revealing smaller or not smaller, but um, single games? Like, they did that with Days Gone at the end. And that was also the same year we had God of War revealed, right? Mm hmm.
1: And we had the the what, last 15? guardian re reannounced I think that might have been seventeen actually. Well, we you mean the shadow classes? No, that was last year. You said re announced. Yeah, the last guardian because the last guardian got re announced from the PS3 days. Oh, okay. I, I can't remember what year that was. I I, thought, to... I don't
0: know why. I, like you said, last guardian. I thought shadow classes. You said re announced. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were like made remate. Um, but yeah. So like, what's the deal with like that game there being pro- featured fifteen minutes at the end of the show, ten minutes, whatever it was. Days Gone. just to, Days Gone, yeah. yeah. So like, what would be so bad for having a couple of teaser trailers or trailers supplemented with the big games, so God of War, Horizon, get their own spotlight for, say, 15 minutes, and having a somewhat shorter E3? So this time around, we know they're making something big, so what if they actually did go to E3 this year and they brought one big boy from Next Generation or something or from an idea they're working on now, like Dreams, that, that severely needs the publicity... I would give, agree with that. And give them, you know, like say, these are the indie games you'd expect to play on PlayStation. This is what we're on doing on PS Plus. This is Dreams. And then the rest of the conference would be 20 minutes of Dreams to yeah. show off Dreams.
1: And I, I'm with you on that, but do you notice that, I'm with what you what you're saying. I get, I understand what you mean, but do you notice that E three back in the day, and I don't know how much of it you you ever used to watch because you, like you were more of a you were more of a three sixty person. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Did you always every year back when you were more Xbox? Did you actually watch PlayStation's E threes or did you? Yeah, just I watched do them all. Recap? I watched
0: that. What was the first year EA did one? That was the first year I started watching E threes. Don't remember so that. I watched them all. Yeah,
1: I don't remember that, but. Uh, regardless I mean I, I wouldn't be surprised if EA was there for the beginning uh, unless you mean EA having their own separate one because that happened separ- at the beginning of the generation yeah their own separate so one. I'm talking about further back than that I'm talking about back in 08 and 09 and no I 10. watched
0: the, the only E3 that I ever watched prior to that was so you didn't watch the E3
1: where they announced the PSP or the PS3 or any of that right no I okay. watched
0: the, the E3 of the three, the one that 360 failed yep. at, with all the like the DMR and then the year before that so 2012
1: yeah DRM but um what I say DMR, DMR yeah but did. no look, my a, my point then is that you've seen Sony E3s only at Sony having slowly like chiseled these things down to exactly what they they figured out people wanted uh, and that's what I mean is I think when they say the E3 is not evolved with the industry it's because they've had to sit there and that again could be a cop out on them going too hard into it, which is
0: they, that's what they again, did. Again,
1: partially what what E three demands when it's such a competition, and that partially comes from us as fans. We think of everything as a competition, you know. Uh, so when you look at it in that sense and I you don't think see about people
0: craving more Days Gone trailers, and that's not what I mean. But people people and, oh, okay. crave
1: for E three to be a big competition. So every year I, I've never met you have to like have that. something new. Oh, dude. I, Honestly, even we doing these streams and saying this person did better and this person did better and making it. It's obviously a time for competition. But that's you're going to compete. I don't, I don't strive and, you're gonna do it and that expect way. them to treat that. that but there way, are people though. that are even higher level than us. Uh, but what I was getting at is that the old the, like all the, the old 2008 uh, E3. I could probably show you it. Uh, I think 2008 E3, if I recall, was the one where they announced oblivion, like, resistance right? retribution and stuff like that. Uh, not oblivion. Um but I believe it oh, yeah. came out in 0- oh 2, two seven 6 or oh six 7, yeah. and 07 on PS three, uh, I think. But my my point is that they used to do a mean. lot of graphs, charts, numbers, talking used about to be how much, much more it was way more driven from a point where, it, because it was way more driven for the industry, like for the I'm trying to think how to say this. It was more driven for like journalism. Back when journalism was more about the numbers and everything. Uh, And then journalism as a whole has kind of swung more towards these, you know, opinion pieces and all these things about what's going on. And that's inside and outside of games. So when you think about the fact that journalism isn't as much about factual information anymore as much as it's about your opinionative stance, like very rare do you see in gaming or in general news, but we're going to use gaming in this particular situation. You don't see them go, uh, the, the piece is not just Sony announced God of War 2 for the PS2. That's, that's what it used to be. That was it. it was, Sony announced it. Here's a screenshot. This is what it looks like. That's it. No opinion. Now it's the, the pieces you're going to see on that is right. Sony revealed God of War. Looks spectacular. Could be the driving force. It's all these opinion things yeah. that come alongside it. Uh, and that's traditional journalism's job originally is to just give you information unpainted. Right, but that is that is very much changed. At least, definitely in the American culture, and I would almost wager against uh, across it's, the whole world. That's what the whole outburst um, of the Resident Evil Two uh, article. Exactly. So we, when you think about it in that sense, Sony used to be going towards what traditional media wanted, which is just information and facts. Sony's growing as a business; you can see so. It is a trade show. They are trying to show that they're doing well, but that slowly morphed to a point where the console people are being driven and Sony being driven as well to not include information like sales numbers and what they're doing with these different things and where they, how much they've done. And they don't want to do this full of charts and graphs, anything. Do you notice that for them, and it, and this is the problem of what I'm saying that they th- they threw too much in. They realized pretty early on that people just wanted them to come out and go, "Hey, we're not going to talk that much. We're just going to show you game trailer, game trailer, game trailer." Come out and somebody to come over just cuz it's a show. We're going to have Kojima walk down on steps because it's cool, it's like it's the show thing, and then three more game trailers in a row. And then we're going to talk about some indies and, see, that's, and then three more game trailers in a row. That's and that's where it, it becomes the double problems. sword. Yeah, because
0: yeah. the other side of that is is honestly worse in in not in the
1: moment. Could you get years of great until they've well, you get years of slowed same. down. Well, I'm talking about even earlier, from like 2013 to 2016, uh, it was great. They weren't showing the same. The same thing didn't start happening until 17 I, I, and 18 I would for say, sure. I would you know say I mean?
0: starting with 2016. Yeah, exactly. Or I would honestly say well,
1: 15, really. I, I, I wouldn't, because 2016 15, well, 15 was the first announcement.
0: With, Go ahead. I would say, well, 2015 started with games like Doom, and then you had the Skyrim... Um, remake yeah whatever it was called special edition edition, that's what it is and then you have Fallout
1: and then that was and then well course, that's not Sony's. I, I'm well, talking about from a, from a. I'm a, talking about E3. Yeah, but in I'm general. talking about from a single because we're talking about PlayStation stance in E3. So from PlayStation's E3s only. How how did, that's what I'm saying. I would you know, say 2016 then. 2016 is the first year where you saw games. Yeah. It was the last great year, is what you'd say. 2016 was super See, solid. Well, that's the and thing. then 17 was like, well, I have seen too much of this. Watching and then 18 was well the same. These are all games that we yeah. knew Were existing besides Resident Evil that, 2. That's the
0: thing is that in the moment it's one of the best things in the world. Hmm? However, as time goes on in these. Games are taking longer, and longer to develop. Yep. That's where the problems start arising. And that's where you realize like Exactly. I would never watch that E3 again because I've seen all this crap 60 million times. And that's now. why
1: they're backing out of E3 this
0: year. Right. I still think though that there is games that they are making that we know are in development that are coming out that they can still do a small show for. And it makes sense.
1: And unless it costs too much. The, and that you said, you know, maybe show one of the big boys for next year. I don't think that's smart. And I and maybe it is, but I think their reason, more or less. Me thinking about what they would do. Their reason for not showing anything for next gen is that they haven't showed PS5 yet. They now it doesn't mean that we don't know it's coming, but well, we also the idea know. would be that well we're going to show off the console, then we're going to talk about games well, there, coming. People still it. speculate,
0: uh, <laughs> bless you, uh, that oh uh, what is it called Samurai game? Sekira?
1: No, the other one. Samurai. Oh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima.
0: Yeah, they, people still speculate Ghost is a PS5 game. No. Nah. So that's one of those weird things. It's like because
1: we've seen it running on PS4 Pro, is essentially right. why that it's easy to say it's not.
0: Um, but people still think that the games like that and the Last of Us Two are PS5 games, and not so much PS4 games. And yeah. and, I, and that's we still have obviously not. You no, know, it doesn't have,
1: mean they can't be remastered later. But that's not well, the original intention. Okay,
0: well there are games
1: see. that they have Dreams being one of the biggest ones that yeah. they haven't shown enough of. Yeah, I'll give you
0: Dreams, but that they've showed real gameplay for last year for mm-hmm. the first time. Yep, and then you had games like. Um, uh, what was it? Uh we were just talking about it, Ghost. And which they showed that little trailer with gameplay, which is like cinematic gameplay. It was stuff that Well no, we saw full on gameplay.
1: Well, I'm talking about stuff with no HUD and stuff.
0: Okay, I'm yeah. talking about more of an in-depth playthrough, I should say, or or I hate saying that word because it implies you're showing a lot. But
1: well, yeah, but they tend to t- to turn the HUD off on any of those. No, it no. creates better vis- well, visual presentation. Full gameplay
0: reveal, I guess, is what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah, which, uh, which is what we got from health. Game Informer. That's what yeah. they kept
1: doing. They, they shook that off the game. So
0: Informer. that's that's uh, you could easily do a fantastic E3 featuring those three big games, like they did this past year, where they were like, "We're only focusing on these three games." Except you could do it better than the pacing they had last year. So the reason all
1: those- the reason I don't think that's happening, I'm with you. But finish. You stop. I was going to the... say, uh, the, the, with
0: stop with the crap you did last year with the pacing issues. The, let's move the audience to this whole other venue for their like. It's cool for them. It's yep. not cool for anybody else in the world. Like that. If you're sitting at home seeing that little performance in that thing not nearly as impactful as if you're there in the audience and, yeah. I, and there was people I've, I've seen tweet about that they were complaining about well they moved us into this hot venue then we had to move back <laughs> it yeah. like th- it wasn't even worth it for some of the people there but that's just, to be fair
1: that's more of a, i guarantee you that the majority of people were just like excited to even be there like dude we got to go into the separate venue oh no i'm uh, you know? i would be excited to be there yeah. but
0: there it's, it's not fun for everybody but and we need to get back onto the news because we're still like so we're so far
1: out of I, this. I know this has become an inadvertent topic uh, i didn't think it would take off this much but, but
0: my biggest thing with this is that you have these games that are coming out that we know are coming out that you can share. And we have
1: where I was going with dreams. And this just may paint where you're going is that dreams is very likely going to be out before E3 this year. And that's the important. Part I don't of why. believe that
0: for one second. There are now,
1: I mean, from everything that we're seeing there are now, and I can't remember the date and I should have put it in news. Actually, I just uh, I think it may have even been last week. And that's why I didn't worry about it this week. But dreams is they're announcing from everything that we can see the release date in the coming week or two. It'll be September. I mean, maybe I don't know.
0: I don't believe that that game is coming out anywhere because there's so so there was no open beta. There was very limited people who got into the actual beta. Like when you think about it, like I, I, I've only seen hundreds of people talk about that, mm-hmm. and not the thousands upon thousands I was actually expecting to get beta keys. Um, and and you know, I, I've seen so little for this game mm-hmm. for it to come out in just two months, three months, four months. I just. That's the transparency I'm talking about here is that, once again, a game we saw, what, almost a decade ago? like What, what is that really, though? Six Not years? Not a decade ago. Five years. Five years. Okay, five years ago, yet we still have...
1: Nine. You could say six, because they technically showed it, though it didn't have a name or anything. Right. And they it, technically showed it at the PS4 announcement event. Yeah. But and it was just a tech demo of what they could do with the more than anything that evolved into dream.
0: And see, here's the thing is that if you could redeem this, if there's one way in my mind to redeem this, and this is the typical stuff of having trailers upon trailers and things upon things and knowing that's out there, but you don't know when you're going to see it. The redemption of that is an E3 with a release date. Come out, swing, and show you, like, this is, and show us the interface, show us how it plays, show us creations people have made. It'd be like. Now, it, they've done that at PSX, is what's funny. They had a really in which depth Which It's crazy because sometimes their PSX, to me, are better than their E3s.
1: Yeah. Now, not on the screen, but it's, on it's the show in, floor, you could go. They had yeah. a big thing where you could go through, and that's what they showed that you can and use. And you can a, find
0: people videotape or not videotape, yeah. and that's such an old term, but you can see people recording it and putting it on YouTube. You can see uh, the panels that they do, like where they revealed The Last of Us 2, actually, the yep. teaser for that. Yep. To me, it's better if you could just come out swinging and then if you're going to be in hibernation, game hibernation for this long where we're not seeing anything about it, we're not getting a release date. There are people who speculate that's not even this console. It's going to be a PS5, which is crazy. It doesn't make sense because people have made games already and it's on PS4. Yeah. If you could come out with a hard release date and that to me is what I really enjoy now after seeing 2016 slash 15 and seeing the stuff that has been in production and then you finally getting it I realize now looking back, I don't want an E three filled with crap that I don't know if I'm getting for the next five years. Yeah. I'd rather have it the games that I'm curious about now that are that yep. I don't haven't seen a lot of. Yeah. Unlike Spider Man, Horizon, Detroit, I saw too much of those games. Games like The Last of Us, Death Stranding, Dreams, Ghosts. I haven't seen nearly enough of that stuff. Death Stranding Peter it teeters that line. So is what,
1: The Last of Us in my opinion, but
0: What well two things? i mean they're, they're technically three if you count the, uh, the other thing what's psx reveal
1: the thing where they revealed the the other character yeah thing? and in the demons and the you yeah know, but yeah so, that's still oh well, you know what i mean that, that they that whoever this person is their tribe it? calls the the oh lord what are they called um fireflies no god the oh how am i missing out on this what the zombies are called in there um now that you said that i can't remember but
0: yeah, i think that in my opinion e3 would be a lot of a better place if if it was highly encouraged i will say for release dates
1: well we'll see now highly encouraged is one thing but we could yeah maybe, re- maybe that re- would come regulate down, it a little too strong it wouldn't be it wouldn't be regulation it would be us we would be the people and that's the problem is that you're talking about this but you're against a tide of people who think completely differently because oh no i know and that that's the problem is that for what you want regulation technically could solve it but it's at the detriment of some other things realistically the way you highly encourage somebody to do something is have the majority of the fan base go well, this is what we'd want so
0: well yeah and see here my thing is is like talking to you and Sean and and uh, You're in an echo chamber of people
1: who agree with you to an extent, so it seems odd. No, but, well, it's something that agrees with me, but it's
0: it's that. I mean, but I do generally, generally agree well, with Well, I was going to say that's what I was going to say is people generally want to see things that they haven't either seen before or they have seen that they get confirm, uh, confirmation on when they're being able to play it. Yep. That's why I didn't care about uh, a lot of stuff leading up to Anthem, is that like before the release date, I didn't care about it because we saw the CGI trailer that people. Uh, we're talking about when he, where you're working walking through Fort Tarsus or maybe yep. that's gameplay. I thought it was nope, CGI. Nope, it was
1: CGI back in the original announcement. Is that what people it,
0: are comparing it, that the graphics are like, this is so much worse?
1: Yeah. And I'm like, you're comparing it to a CGI cutscene? Yeah. And now maybe that was in-engine but even if, it, and I, it may have been in-engine but if it was, it was on a super high-end PC at the time but they knew consoles couldn't hit. I don't even know if the PC can handle that. Like right now, maybe
0: not from what they're playing. But anyways, yeah, TLDR is that like I really wish I'd see games release dates, and like I'm kind of mad that Sony's pulling out because it's their fault. <laughs> it's, it's to me, it's like you, you misstepped real hard there.
1: Maybe. But, uh, but other people have already pulled out so it's and, and now a lot of people who have pulled out have gone to their own show and they're just not doing it under the E3 umbrella right so that's kind of the weird part and
0: unless I get like some PS5 news this year I'm gonna be pretty upset with Sony because this is a real slow year so far
1: we'll see what happens uh, alright let's see next thing let's roll um, through the rest of this uh, man that all stemmed from the four triple A games uh, Ubisoft seemed, key, <laughs> seemed keen on keeping up with AC Odyssey success with plans for the next update to add new game plus increased level cap from 70 to 99 and two new mercenary tiers uh that you can go through so if you still want to have fun playing it you can do so if you haven't bought it yet maybe it's a good time for you uh in his keynote speech at this year's dice conference sean Layden spoke about vr and its future stating quote we're starting to see progress towards vr 2.0 games and software uh end quote kind of alluding to the fact that we're nearing the point of going into the second generation of uh of games and whatnot for it uh so if anything i think that you know, he, he continues on to mention that the games like Astro Bot are great foundations for people to build upon. And, you know, Astro Bot is a really, really commercially, critically loved game at this point. Um, so I think he's right. These are games that do really well on uh, more limited hardware than what the future intends for. And with a limited time and budget in comparison to what's going to go when you get more people coming into the market. So, you know, what, I just not realized what PSVR games are encoded V or PlayStation 4 games. Yes. If PSVR 2.0
0: comes out for PS5, it's going to have a really small library compared to PS4. Well,
1: not if PS4. Not if The PS4 backwards compatibility. Backwards, yeah, pa- I should compatible. say that.
0: If there's no backwards compatibility, that might launch dead in the water for most people.
1: Oh, yeah. And that's actually... It's funny. And I guess I haven't said on this show, I've been thinking in my mind for a long time that the main reason I think backwards compatibility really will really come is because they're going to need it to buoy VR 2.0. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because if you're, if you're getting a PS5 that has a VR component, say... And like, you like never played
1: about, the first PSVR, and you heard about all these great games... You can't games. play
0: Astro Bot, Beat Saber, Moss, all these other games, Resident Evil 7... Unless
1: they get re-released, but then it, that's a the that's whole other highly,
0: ball. Like, it's leaving that up to Capcom for Resident Evil 7. Yep. Uh,
1: whoever makes Beat Saber, you gotta leave that up to him. Yep. So, Which, you know, if the market's there, they will... Somebody like Beat Saber probably would, but... I don't the think Cap it Kong, makes we sense for right No. Yeah. Uh-uh. So that's that's kind of what I mean. And that's I, I guess I should have brought that up on that episode where we were kind of given the ultimatum between the two, but that was kind of aside from the point. I do think that to an extent, backwards compatibility relies on VR. So uh, interesting enough. Um, speaking of PSVR, though, a number of games were recently announced for it. Five Nights at Freddy Help Wanted PSVR. Uh, that's going to be coming. Uh, it's been rated by the ESRB but not a date given. So I'd imagine it may stealth drop very soon or be announced with an official date very soon. Chroma Gun VR, as Saul talked about in the drop and Space Junkies uh, alongside Sirento VR, which is like a ninja VR game. And it uses that uh, 3D rudder movement controller that we talked about uh, in the reader mail. That little, and it makes sense because you kind of <coughs> slightly move your feet to sneak. It would Excuse be a cool me. part. It's not, doesn't force you to play with it. Uh, But you can also fly around in it. It's really crazy, man. You can sneak if you want to. You can run around. The gameplay looks very cool. Uh, But then again, VR is in such a weird state that I hope this is a good game, but I've got to get back to playing VR myself. Um, Anyway, they were confirmed for the platform alongside Sony's own Blood and Truth. With, um, With that coming, it should lead to another great year for the headset and again talks about why vr2 needs P- the vr1 library yeah um, great news for gunfire games next up though darksiders 3 has broken even and performed within thq nordic's expectations for the game uh so anybody who played it and was hoping that you may get that darksiders 4 with strife it seems like there's a good chance um and it also seems like THQ Nordic were smart enough to give them a budget uh, that, and the team wanted to make a game or could make a game that was within a budget that would give the series a future. Uh, I don't think THQ Nordic, and this is not that far out from release is the other thing. Games do continue to sell. So this is good news as far as I'm concerned. Rainbow Six Siege continues on with year four the first installment being titled Operation Burnt Horizon which will take place in Australia and focuses on the deserts while introducing two new operators a attacker and a defender a roadmap for the rest of the year four is planned for February 17th which is actually Sunday the day after we're recording uh, so if you are interested in that keep an eye out for that information uh, sticking on to Ubisoft some more the Division Two's open beta has been announced uh, and is set to start on March 1st for players who are still 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 on the fence or just can't wait to play the game kind of like how we were I was not really too on the fence about Anthem but playing the demo just really on the fence about solidified
0: Division. it. So I actually really am looking forward to this because you know, it may take the place of Anthem instead of that being my main go-to multiplayer shooter other than Destiny. That's
1: been my idea and I think that's why I haven't been as worried about Anthem is that worst case scenario, if Destiny, and I haven't played Destiny in a while now due to time constriction, but um, if Destiny 2 I loses its luster for me uh, and Anthem doesn't fill that role, then Division 2 is just next up on the list to be able to potentially fill that role. Uh, but next up, Saul, and I think you may have a little bit of interest in this, level 5 Have announced a Nino Cooney movie. There is a catch to this, though. That will act as an anime movie adaptation of the series. So the director of the movie does come from Studio Ghibli, but the animation is going to be handled by OLN, which
0: I'm not interested in.
1: It's really odd. People are like, "Why? Of course they would make a a Nino Cooney movie, which is originally not Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli, yeah. yeah. So,
0: So not really interested in it.
1: Yeah, uh, but the animation will be handled by OLM, who are behind Yokai Watch and Inizuma Eleven, and is currently set to premiere in Japan in summer of this year. Does it specify? Though I don't know how
0: far it'll be before we get it. You know, uh, you know? no. Nino Kuni one or two?
1: It seems like it's a adaptation of the series' basic ideas, but onto an entirely new story. Uh uh Pass. So, just like I'm gonna pass on this. But next the same news. guy, the same guy pass, who wrote the, the first and second games, is writing this one.
0: I mean, that's fine and all, but so, pass if you're
1: just going to like mix them together and make a yeah, two-hour movie. I got you. Uh, to Sean May's... You know, dismay. Dismay. <laughs> to Sean's dismay. Would have been a better joke, thanks, so. all. Diablo-like Path of Exile delayed further on PS4 now. Uh, it's aiming for a March release after being originally delayed from December of last year into February of this year. Makes so, you wonder why it's being delayed so much when it's been out on Xbox for so long. Honestly, I don't know. Maybe. I mean... Really, I'm, I'm really, really surprised don't know.
0: a game like this is taking this much trouble for them. Or, or not, it it may be you know actual real problems, but like I'm really surprised. I don't think I've seen a get game that delayed this much that's free to play like this, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I'm not gonna think of, and not one that already exists on a console. You know, that's the bigger part not that this is a joke but Microsoft says under the table like keep delaying the game and then slides them a couple hundred dollar bills that's actually it that's what that's
0: you heard it here folks
1: yeah breaking news triangle squared exclusive I doubt that that's probably what it is Uh, anyway this 22nd annual dice awards took place and God of War racked up more awards winning nine of the 23 categories the show featured other winners included and there's still more outside of this but Spider-Man got uh, award for outstanding achievement and animation which actually i would agree with it's a very pretty animated game red dead 2 uh, got an award for outstanding technical achievement and monster hunter world got at least a little bit of recognition with role-playing game of the year uh so there's other ones i think uh celeste for Corey did win uh indie game of the year so that's pretty cool as well as action game of the year so you know what your game got some love Corey. next up capcom have given sales updates recently in Monster Hunter World has reached an impressive 11.9 million units sold. Um, and you know what? With them still having this Iceborne expansion coming, I wouldn't be surprised to see that number continuously grow.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited for Iceborne.
1: Yep. Uh, another few games that were mentioned that were notable and had pretty high numbers were that Resident Evil 5 is at 11 million units across all SKUs. Crazily. What? Resident Evil 6 is at 8.8 million units across all SKUs. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is at 7.4 million across all resident evil 7 at 6.1 million and street fighter 5 uh which y'all remember is ex- or playstation exclusive because playstation somewhat helped fund it uh street fighter 5 is at 2.9 million units so they kind of yeah uh, don't do that anymore capcom well street fighter 4 only sold around uh 3.1 million units
0: Still, or 3.4 you know, so i no, think i think more. the
1: reason that street fighter 5 relied on sony's involvement is that i don't think capcom was going to make another one without somebody coming in saying hey make it exclusive and we'll do it you know and sony I know, I even going ex- as far as to saying you know
0: exploded the fighting fans like it, it caused a mass rage even though like we've talked about this before sure in my experience they're more prominent on playstation and your experience they are more prominent on uh xbox
1: Wait, what? No, that fighting was fighting fans. That was that was reverse. Originally, your stance was that they were more, they were more yeah. Xbox fans. Yeah, they get that reverse. Yeah, no, I've always seen far more on PlayStation. Definitely at the GameStop, and this is obviously my own experience throughout just our general area. Uh, I All would right. see pe- I should specify. I would that. never see anybody come in and get fighting games on Xbox, and almost entirely, if I if I saw people coming in the games, sometimes I ask them. i be like you know do you play games like you play fighting games on xbox and almost universally it was no because the d-pad was trash on the 360. the hardcore fans that i knew had fight sticks yeah
0: but you know pads I've, I've,
1: i've definitely seen that too but um regardless it seems like that was a big reason uh next up though and just a couple more things after that sony sent out a ps3 update on valentine's day showing that they still love the system and to make sure that those ps3 players don't start thinking that the ps3 is going to be overperformed or outpaced by the ps4 uh, in terms of for the highest number of system stability updates so you Too know what bad
0: their system stability could prevent that credit card
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was not system stability that was more server backend stability That's but true. you know what but, you good,
0: know, it all fits into the system though
1: good jab uh it, but you know what if you were worried that your ps3 was going to for some reason not be the most stable console anymore yeah, you, you don't have to worry about it Sony said they got you covered Delta Rune, the mysterious sequel of sorts to Undertale that had its first chapter previously released on PC late last year is being ported to PS4 finally so fans who don't Bother with PC or Switch uh, as of February 28th for Switch owners. Uh, we'll soon have a way to play it. So Corey, I know you played it on PC, but look, you can do it on PlayStation if you want to. Uh, I'm excited for this next one, even though I've I am too. i like not really, been able to even play really Hollow Knight excited.
0: yet, and I like the way this is going. It's going very similar to another retro style
1: game that you platformer. love, Yeah, Sh- Shovel, Knight. Shovel Knight. Yeah, I thought the same thing, dude. It's... But this is handled a little differently. This is going to be a full on. A sequel instead of Su- shovel night and i didn't play it but i knew from seeing it they handled it every one of them as pseudo sequels through dlc well right but they were all they were all character changes
0: it's it's rough to say sequel without saying a whole lot about it well that's There's, why i
1: said that's why i said pseudo sequel y-
0: well i wouldn't even consider it a pseudo sequel i would consider it somewhat like
1: man the way they consider it is essentially new campaigns within the existing game. I don't want to ruin Shovel Knight for anybody, but I'm just going to tell you right now. Plague Knight. I already know what
0: you're talking about. Play yeah. second. I know people who try to play Plague Knight first. Do not play that game first. Do not play that game first. Um, but yeah, Shovel Knight. Actually, you know what? I was thinking about just this the day when Silk Road, or Silk Song, Silk Road, Silk Song was... Um... Well, do you
1: want me to finish the announcement? Yeah, you go, ahead. About this? go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Hollow Knight's getting a sequel, if you couldn't tell. Uh, the developer has announced, titled Hollow Knight Silk Song, like Saul just said. The game has you play as Hornet, a new character, and her journey through a new world separate from the first game. Not, Not a new, new character? Not okay. New. Well, a new protagonist.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hornet, you all will know as being in the original Hollow Knight. I haven't played the game yet, so that's my bad. He's real your bad. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day, though, when this was announced. I like, I still like Shovel
1: Knight better than than Hollow Hollow Knight. Knight. Yeah. Good for you. Dude, Shovel Knight is a really (laughs) good game. I mean... I have no problems with Shovel Knight. It just doesn't look like my game. I've never played it. Dude, I, I will to play say it? that. you need to
0: play it listen to the soundtrack? But I've Corey, looked at it. you never played the game, you need to play
1: it? I've looked at it a million times. I've watched gameplay videos. It just does not strike me Dude, at I, all. Dude, I have bought Shovel Knight on Xbox 360. I know. DS
0: or 3DS, Switch, PS Vita, and PS4. Technically, I think the PS Vita and PS4 doesn't count because I think it's cross by.
1: I'm pretty sure it is. But i played it on all those consoles. It's a good game. Yeah, I've got you. <sighs> but, you know, I don't know. it, it it very well could be one of those games where you can see it on screen a million times but it never clicks with you it's like that thing where it's like for some reason putting it in your hands is what makes it click with you no let it click with you I mean I'd have to put it in my hands to let it click with me that's what I'm saying I'd have to play it so all this is going towards what you wanted while you stretch over there Long delayed Kickstarter game. This is the last thing on the news. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night has finally been given a release window of summer 2019. Hopefully that doesn't move back anymore. Alongside a new trailer showing off the game in all of its glory. So if you've been curious about that, there you go. Um, Hopefully it comes out. It showed off the 2.5D, you know, animation. But when it goes into that full 3D in a couple of areas, I was actually kind of impressed. It looks cool. It looks, yeah. Get over here. They can't hear you. I'm still stretching. (sighs) Saul apparently has to stretch a million. He worked all day. I shouldn't be so hard on him. He came over here to record just for you guys. You know what? Dedication to his craft well, right there. And You can pop your back easily. I cannot. I, hey, you know what? I don't know that that's a good thing, but I can also pop my neck easily. But I can't do that either. You You may see me if you I watch the show. I did it too show. recently.
0: Occasionally tilt my head on either side and I'm trying to pop my neck. Every now and then it works. Most of the time it doesn't.
1: I assume you hear mine every time that it happens and you just don't say anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hear a lot. I can't I can't deal with like my joints. I wish they would pop and, and like ugh, I want that relief. I can do it with my hands, no problem. I can do it with my wrist, no problem. I can do it with my
1: <laughs> Speaking of relief, have you seen the memes from that abducted in plain sight? <laughs> abducted in plain sight? <laughs> yeah, I'll talk to you about it after the show. Okay. All but, right, now we're going to move into the uh, what has now come the main topic, even though I think at this point you could end up talking about Sony's E3. We inadvertently had that end up being the uh, subject of, or you know, a, a main topic of the episode. Uh but Saul is the one who took this. I want to let the onus go on him, but essentially we're going to be talking about our plans for episode 100 and kind of live spitballing some of the ideas that we've had and some of the ideas that we've heard uh, on Discord and stuff like that. Uh, So with that said, Saul, you want to lead her off? Sure. So we are thinking about live streaming the entirety of pretty much our
0: Friday night. So this is going to go live on Monday and then in four days, technically five, if you're one of those people, uh, it it is going to uh, be live streamed. And what our plan is, I know that a lot of you guys that live on the other side of the globe cannot uh, or might not be able to attend to this because it might be too late in your time zone. But what we're thinking is that around six p.m. Central Time, we will start streaming, and we will probably stream to a comfortable time, like we we
1: within within two ish. I would say
0: within yeah within two ish hours. So episode one hundred will still be a somewhat regular length episode. But uh, there's a
1: there's a reason.
0: There will be yeah. There is a reason. There will be no structure to that episode at all. If I if I had to say it, I don't want news. I don't want
1: drop. No, none of that's going on. But yeah. there are ideas that we've gotten from the community, as well as ideas that we've you know spitballed across the board. Um, so, <laughs> are you looking at them? Yeah. I am.
0: But. As far as like what I had in mind is that I feel like we it's we did one of these, and I really, really liked the format. It's, it was a random episode. As a matter of fact, it was like within our first 30 to 40 episodes where we just got on, and we didn't have a topic to discuss. We just got on and hung out with each other and talked about the games we were playing and uh, everything about like the, our week and stuff, and it's essentially what our off-topic podcast is. But we went on the live stream on Twitch where you guys can watch us. Now, for those that can't make it, i should specify i was going to specify this before um you will still be able to see the episode on mondays at noon central um and 10 a.m pst uh because like uh, we're not going to just not upload it however like my idea in my head is it's going to work is that brett gets off work uh at like 4:30. i get off work at 4 that day we'll meet up here at 5 or like 5 15 or something we'll get everything set up so at six o'clock we're ready to stream and then we will end the episode when we are done. However, we're not done for the night. So what we plan on doing is maybe going to grab in some pizza and some like refreshments and we'll, we'll throw them on the table. We'll just be sitting here chilling, eating. If you watched our E3 from 2016, you might remember us doing that. We ate pizza and watched the stream, but what we'll do is the long talked uh, about and finally releasing Saul plays for or Saul full plays, Dark Souls three. Now, I have gotten pretty good at running that game, so I'm not going to say it's going to take forever. But I will be able to beat the game quicker than what we've previously mentioned. I'm, I don't want to give off times because I,
1: I kind of, I don't want to meet a standard. Yeah. But I have a. Standard. You want to exceed your own personal standard. I
0: want to exceed my own personal standard, and I do. Uh, it was episode 37 for the random episode. But um, I do want to. Uh, it to get so long ago. It was. But I don't. I don't want to get everybody's hopes up. I don't want to say we'll be here for two hours playing a game, or three hours, or four hours, and then it being shorter, or longer, whatever have you. So that one will be more, more, the most free form, I think. That one will be here probably another four hours, just hanging out and chatting with you guys while I play Dark Souls. Brett kind of tend into the chat, and I'll kind of be able to tend to the chat whenever I'm in load screens and stuff. But man, I, will you, you I, will you, I will be here to give you moral support.
1: I will give you. I'll be here to give you moral support. As far as well as uh, the chat support, or th- if they really just hate you and they want you to, or they hate your playthrough and they want to see you die, then I will. You know, I'll offer up what the community is me. No, I'm so, we're we're a positive place, so I may throw a couple jabs in there. Here, you can there, throw bro. some
0: jabs in there. Just don't kill me if I want to move a run. It could be like from what I've been trying to do with dark souls three, like one or two deaths. is just like, it's so infuriating. I just quit out and restart. Cause it's literally quicker for me to get my bearing to restart the entire game. than to, than to try and come to, back from a yeah, death. To, well, some deaths, some areas, some I'll point them out too. But what I plan on is having full on narration. Uh, for
1: those that like saw plays, I'm going to give you right now. Pontiff Sullivan is where you're going to die. Oh, probably so. But he still gives me troubles. I hate him so Dude, much.
0: He still gives me troubles. As a matter of fact, that whole entire area, like, is is annoying um not as annoying as some other areas in the game that are relatively easy that i should be able to get through like uh, some time okay so you've you played and beat the game yeah so i can get to the crystal Sages bonfire in 10 minutes or less nice so nice. that should be able to like get you an idea of where i'm going yeah um now, now i don't mean beat crystal Sages in 10 minutes or less no, that's but you can to get the bonfire to up yeah. the hill from i've got you um so i said 10 minutes I'd say twenty minutes. I just now realized. I'm thinking I can get about ten minutes is impressive. I can get to the elevator before him. Like okay. we have to run through and go, and Onion Bro pops up. I can get to the elevator in like twelve ish minutes on average. Okay, good. obviously, like I said, I'm not promising anything. That's going to be the only kind of hints I do, completely glitchless. Unless you have the original version of Dark Souls three, right? On disc, yes. Yeah, I might be able to. Uh, uh, do some glitches and soul duplication. I might just be able to get on up there and have no issues and run through the game real quick. Oh, we're gonna do the. I want to borrow that. I'm gonna take that home and remind me. So if if I can read, if I can, can we stream the Elgato capture card? Can we sh- do a stream? Do I have to be online to do a stream? I don't think so. No, we might be able to do this then, where I can actually do instead of doing glitchless, I can do any percent, but it's gonna be really bad at any percent because I don't know the sk- like the major skips in the game. Yeah. So I could just soul duplicate and get to like soul level 100 and then just run through the rest of the game. Now,
1: you're not going to get the PS4 Pro enhancements at that point, but you know. I don't care. I'll take
0: them 30 <laughs> frames per second to get me uh, 1,000 frames a second, But uh, uh, well, or 1,000 so,
1: 1, souls. Before we start off on anything else in terms of it, I did take to the podcast open discussion channel uh, on our Discord. Uh, this was, I think, the 12th, so that's been like Monday, I think. Uh, and I asked, are there any special requests or particular things you guys would like to see or have us do for episode 100? We should be streaming, which we now know we are for sure doing. If it all goes to plan, and I say if it all goes to plan, that's also if we don't have weird technical issues because we've not streamed in the new studio yet.
0: Yeah, um, so like that's something we're I am we're spending
1: gonna... the whole week after work trying to set up and do these tests yeah, so that day of we don't have problems. But anybody who's seen Dark... the stream before, there could be...
0: People don't realize how close we were doing to doing the full play of Dark Souls 3. And, but, and literally having to give up on it as we figured it out. At that point, we were like, we figured it out like two but hours later. we spent two and a half hours yeah. figuring it two out. Two hours later, and we were like, this is ridiculous. So we actually at least now know that like the streaming should be easily, but y'all know y'all know the Triangle Square schedule. If, if unless we say live now and we say six o'clock, you better be, be there at 6 30. <laughs>
1: um, Look, we're really hoping not.
0: We're gonna put it in Discord, we're gonna put it on uh Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook and we what I could even film a very short selfie video be like, hey guys, we're live on Twitch in the link. And then that way people on YouTube who only listen to us on YouTube can go check it out. But if you don't, um we will something new we can do. Um since you're uploading this or you always upload, but since you're doing the thumbnail this week instead of me, throw our Twitch in the description. For those that don't have
1: it that can come back
0: to reference. I this think video the Twitch is in our it. description.
1: I don't think it is. I'm fairly positive, but i I mean, might be
0: wrong. I don't think the Twitch has ever been in our description.
1: Uh, y'all tell of, our, Saul of our episodes. Y'all tell Saul he's wrong. Okay, well we'll go we'll go in here and look real quick. Why are you gonna give us a a, a watch? I you, got Discord server and Patreon. You are conflating numbers, sir. I don't care. <laughs>
0: Any, right. any conflating too.
1: <laughs> but uh yeah, um I'm complaining. Inflating. I, I said conflating, yeah. I, Inflating I, I, numbers. It was
0: weird but I ran with it, but yeah, I had to inflate or deflate that number too, right there. But, um, yeah, like what we plan on doing is having just a lot of fun, a very chill stream interacting a lot with our audience. So if you guys
1: are, yeah, we've YouTube done videos, we've of, done a live stream viewers, yeah. of viewers of, of live streamed episode. I don't know what episode it was. Uh, it was just something we did for fun to see and try out. Uh, I loved it. It was very fun. And I think that it's saving, you know, here lately we've been so topically driven and we used to do every now and then some kind of fun casual episodes. And I do like the topical ones cause I think they spur better discussion, um, which I do like. I mean, that's essentially the plan of what the show is. I want to leave this either having had fun or had a discussion that I feel like was, was- interesting and got us somewhere me and Saul's discussion about E3 earlier was interesting was enough completely off the cuff uh, and it wasn't even planned and that's kind of like you know the idea is to just come in and, and talk about things that by the time that we're done we feel like we did something uh, with y'all's time and hours as well um, but you know the upside of doing something like this is that it's meant to be more community driven because we wouldn't have got to a, you know 100 episodes without and we had
0: 10 viewers every single episode it would be hard
1: it'd be done I mean we wouldn't yeah it, it, you know as much as I love doing this to an extent, you have to have people that are feeding back and, and talking to you about the things that you're talking about, well, or it starts to feel like you're just talking to a, like me and you talking to each other facing a brick well, wall. What's funny is uh, that and like... thankfully, we've never had that be a problem. And well, I, I mean, even early days, it's not like we were just massive. But I mean, the first episode, we got up there, and I was proud of that. You know, you don't want to sit there and act like or, or think that you're doing something, sorry, even though that was a very real potential of for us to have nothing i mean i've been very proud of our modest numbers but you know what they're fun and we have people who who talk with us and actually communicate with us and with other people in the community and y'all are the people that drive this show forward yeah y'all y'all are what make us want to do this every week without fail on top of our own drive um but I know that my drive is definitely bolstered by the fact that I know there's people that are going to talk to me about what their thoughts are on these same issues.
0: Yeah, if you go back to me and Brett talking about this uh, as a idea, con- a conceptual idea on the st- on his stoop, the weekend before we recorded the first pilot episode or whatever episode one that y'all haven't seen yet.
1: Oh, episode zero. Episode yeah.
0: zero. Uh, I have pretty much told Brad like in six months to a year if we're not like if we don't have a huge community or even a community at all, and we're still under like 30 views and we're not getting any interaction. I'm done. So luckily you guys still see me here. And the reason I'm still going, other than having just pure fun and created content for those to enjoy, uh, as well as hanging out with all the new friends. Like I wouldn't have played. I, I, Probably would have started Final Fantasy fourteen again at this point, but I probably wouldn't have played it like and gotten into it as quick with having Vince and Kiki to play with. Sure. And now soon to be Josh and soon to be Liam still over there cutting down trees, apparently. All he's doing is lumberjacking in that game. <laughs> Not done anything else, but um, or so I've been told. But yeah, it's it's there's a, there's games that I wouldn't have played, there's all kinds of stuff. So we want uh to be focused around those people so we'll both have the chat right in front of us, we'll be answering questions will be uh it will be loose out.
1: form i mean we will it'll t- be more
0: form to our reader mail so more adult oriented in a sense instead of well, what the,
1: p- the potential to go there a potential to go there. it's I, not that we're, we're going to go say, in with the express intent of doing those i'm things, still not going to
0: try to cuss on show just in case there are people who um, are not offended by that but who will get uncomfortable by that because
1: I, this will be uploaded as a standard episode in the long run now it's a yeah. different format of episode because of what it is but uh you know I definitely agree. There's been a lot of interesting people I like talking to. I I mean, I love hearing world ends ideas on different things. One of my favorite things is that we still have Blake uh, listening every week, giving his thoughts from an entirely different side of the aisle. Even
0: though he is the, uh, he is the Xbox guy.
1: Yeah. I mean, he doesn't even have a PlayStation anymore. And I don't say that begrudgingly or anything. I appreciate. And I actually think that that's a great thing. And I've said this before, but I love the idea of someone I think two different things. It proves that we're not just incredibly biased. And it's impossible to say we're not biased towards PlayStation. I think we know that. Um, But there's a difference between being able to see your bias and try and work around it and navigate it and view things from a reasonable standpoint as often as possible. And I think maybe sometimes we both fail to be reasonable, but it's part of existing. You know, you're going to roll through things and maybe the next day you're like, why the hell was I so... Dead set on that mindset, but I think for the most part we do a good job of of straddling that line. And I think the fact that we can have like some somebody like Blake listen to us every week and give great constructive feedback to his thoughts on the topics, understanding where we're coming from, and when we we do criticize Microsoft, which of course we do, we criticize PlayStation plenty of times as well. Um, (laughs) I'm way more prone on calling them out because there's you know yeah it's it's very but we we call out like we say we always call out to what we think is good or bad. I mean if we think Nintendo's doing great we we tell nintendo they're doing great yeah you know we, we don't tell nintendo but we tell you that we think nintendo's doing great yeah we think you know if we think Sorry, that Miyamoto. microsoft made a start a smart move we have no problem saying that we think that this is a solid move or that you know what like we said microsoft had a solid uh e3 well, conference yeah. this year it, it, so i like that we have people like it, blake liam i just I, I love that we have a community that we can bounce stuff off to and i'm also glad and then i'll let you talk but I, i'm also glad that um Naturally, this episode ended up kind of having both things. This main topic is a little more, uh, is a little less driven for the people that do like our topical stances. I'm glad that we had that little E3 bit in the middle because it gives us a a straddle of. Yeah, and that's and that's what i was going to
0: say is that like what I like about it is that even if. Like, everybody's opinions are completely different. Everybody's opinions can change if they're educated properly or they grow older and they can see more truth behind the, the opinion they had. And some things and, that are
1: just completely opinion because they always will be will just change over time as well.
0: Right, yeah. And that's what I like about it the most. There are going to be lots of people who are going to say that, oh, well, I don't agree with Saul on the E3 thing. That's fine. Like, we can disagree. We can have conversations about disagreeing. and um to go back, saying regulated probably a little too harsh, or to say you can't be there unless you got dates probably a little too harsh. Uh, but I, I, there are going to be people who are going to be like me who are going to say, yeah, it's better to go into uh, E3 with release dates and to know when you're playing these games than it is without. And it's better to uh, to go into that mindset. And then there are gonna people people who are saying that like if if they're a business, what they need to do is release these big titles doesn't mean or doesn't need to know when they're releasing them, but we're going to get them soon, and that's all that matters. And either standpoint's fine, because at the end of the day, we're having conversation about things we love, regardless of if it's, oh, you think my opinion's bad, or I think your opinion's bad, whatever it is, they're all opinions, and we still all get along so well. Yeah,
1: our general rule when we're navigating anything is that we just... Everybody respect each other's opinions because you don't have to think that they're good opinions. You don't have to agree with the opinions. You have to respect them as long as they're respecting you. And And that's essentially the the, the give and take of it all. It's what we try and and preach is that me and Saul can disagree all day long, but I respect Saul where he's coming from. And I try my best to, even if I want to voice my dissent or disagreement with it, that, i can say well I, I may even tell him why i think that i disagree with him that he and that i may even think that he's coming at it the wrong way but i still respect what he's coming at it from yeah. it doesn't mean that i don't agree with him and i love and that, that that's but, some of people's favorite things is when we disagree and yeah, have debates and disagreements show. but you this
0: know what also why i talk a lot with the, the laptop in front of me because i'm a very hands talky person i just never realized that looking at the monitor i was like when, when you have, have a mouse pad whole, to kind of fidget yeah like i, I had a fidget, I fidget or like when i used to have my P, for those that have been with us a long time, you'll remember I used to carry my little notebook around that, um, that I would actually use a pen and paper to write stuff down with. And, uh, I used to like have the pen and play with the pen in my hand. Yeah. And now I, I have my ring that I can kind of dis- do like this with, this is really bad, but like, I just like playing my ring. So I'm a very fidgety enhanced talky person, which comes in, comes in handy because when we, when I play dark, comes Souls, in handy. You're going to shut the hell up. <laughs> We're, you're going to see some cool stuff, uh, that I could do with the controller. Um, that is R-rated. Okay. <laughs> See, all I was, right. like, was going to hope you would catch that. Okay. it seemed like you drifted off there. but
1: No, I got you. <laughs> everybody uh, I'm don't... just getting into reading the idea. So yeah, uh, say, go ahead and finish your... I was going to say,
0: aside from these ideas, why don't y'all all submit us ideas on the uh, YouTube comments on our Discord for those that haven't already, and then on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you can reach us.
1: And some of these ideas tie into things we've talked about in the past anyway. So why not do them on episode 100? I think that's a great idea. Um, one of the things I want to do I'll get to after this. So hopefully I'll remember that. So I'll try and remember that. Um, but Liam says live. So we kind of got that covered. Thanks, Liam. Uh, miss Sarah says gamer cat. So really what's going on is podcast cat podcast cat is important. Okay. We have to, (laughs) I'm proud of you. Saul. um, Podcast cat is very important. I really, uh, I think that we need podcast cat uh, for people who have been with us a long time in our old studio, for sure. Uh, and then we started trying to make ways around it just so we wouldn't get too distracted. Uh, Tabby used to come in almost every episode. Checking off two marks there so far. This is going to be an easy episode. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she used to
0: come in and hop in our laps and hop on the table and... Uh, Knock
1: over the camera or like fidget with it. Yeah, I was going to say fidgeting, never knocked Yeah, she over. never knocked it over, thankfully. Uh, and then the good old days for you people... Uh, I think we stopped recording or maybe edited it out because we try not to edit the show. We liked it to be you know, what we really say in raw. Uh, but there was an episode where grandpa just opened the door. <laughs> we edited that midstream. Out. I think we did edit it out.
0: No, we just, we did. What, what happened was we, I got over here, we started recording and we were more than halfway through and we didn't edit out we refilmed. We, we went to amigo wands and then came back and redid the episode
1: because <laughs> it was early enough in it was so uh, early
0: in it was probably episode six or seven we used
1: to have a taped up sign on the door this, this is where do you get do to behind the scenes says do not disturb and sometimes he would completely ignore that as well it's funny you know if grandpa was still around i would actually bring grandpa in for episode 100 because he would totally do it he would just sit here not knowing what was going on in a chair and i'd let him go after a little bit so he wouldn't just sit here and suffer but i think he'd have a little bit of fun we'd have to be yelling though so uh you know Miss Grandpa, but he was a fun guy. Uh, so GamerCat is for sure on there. Um, I don't drink, so this isn't going to happen unless we find another way for shots to be something. But Sarah uh, mentioned shots for every blank thing said. So you, we can, you know, that would almost be an, a fun idea for one day, uh, even if it was just a random streamed episode. episode, to go back to an episode and say, look at things that we know or at least sometimes catch ourselves saying too often and then make it a game where we go, uh, okay, in this episode, every time that I say the phrase "blah blah blah," I'm gonna have to drink. So every time that I say, as far as I can tell, or something like that, you know, a sentence. That every time I say I, interesting, yeah, interesting,
0: yeah. So, um, oh, I stopped drinking, so that that, that probably is not gonna fly.
1: Well, maybe we can find shots of something else. Are you saying
0: that like I stopped drinking, like I was an alcoholic,
1: but I wasn't an alcoholic?
0: I just yeah, I am losing alcoholic. weight, so like I'm just stopped drinking.
1: Saul's getting that. Saul's i'm goes, becoming a snack. He's gonna start going to the gym with me and getting ripped. Probably not. But <laughs> I have this weird super, superhuman ability. Like I don't know what it is, but
0: like if I ever like try to get like lift weights, I automatically see muscle gains like the next day and I'm not just like swole. Like I don't know what it is. I was telling Annie about this not too long ago. It's like I literally spent two or three weeks in the gym and like my biceps got noticeably noticeably bigger and they've stayed that way ever since. And now it's just like my body I'm I'm that slim thick. It's so, like my biceps aren't as big as they used to be.
1: Okay, I'm proud of you. So <laughs>
0: you should have seen my arms before this
1: oh I've seen your arms when you were tiny I saw you in this before you when you were just tiny in general yeah Uh, next up though uh, let's see favorite episodes least favorite episodes you've done which would be kind of interesting to look through and see um live stream a co-op now we probably won't be live streaming a co-op due to our timing uh and we were originally going to just to be transparent we were originally going to aim to do this on saturday but mr saul here is getting married to the love of his life me <laughs> i'm kidding well not saturday either specify that it's march yeah hold on i was getting first there first week of march I'm but gonna this weekend when. it's going to involve saul doing a lot of fitting and getting things together for his wedding which is coming in like the next three weeks um so y'all give, give Saul a shout out. If y'all listen to this, how you want to reach out, be at discord, Twitter, whatever. Y'all congratulate Saul. Big man's getting married here soon. We'll do that again on the, I think we'll probably pre-record the weekend before We're your gonna wedding. We're going to have to. Yeah. We're yeah. going to pre-record like Wednesday. Yeah, that's fine.
0: I know. When, Wednesday or Tuesday. This might be the
1: earliest pre-recorded episode we've ever done. Probably. So it's fine. We'll figure that out. Uh, Saul, I think you'll like this one and we've talked about it enough. Uh, Saul loves hot stuff and I am not a big fan of it. Uh, Mr. Blake, Captain chronic says eat a hot pepper. You know what? I actually think we may do that. Get one hot pepper in if, Even if just for me, just to see me suffer on camera, uh, I'd be okay with that. I just want to get you like a, like a raw habanero. Do it. Okay. If you can bring it, I don't even know anything about pepper. So you just, you bring it and I'll you gotta it take out. a bite out of it you gotta take
0: a bite out of it as i'm finishing up on the last last boss of dark souls 3 you gotta take a bite out of it
1: well can i just do that i want to do this during the main episode episode 100 oh yeah i guess that's true it's fine we can do this no because then you won't be able to eat dinner
0: (laughs) 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 okay yeah like since you're so sensitive to hot things it really might mess you up for dinner
1: you know what that's a that's a uh, thing i'm just gonna have to be willing to undertake can I get some ice cream or milk around just in case? Yeah, yeah that, that's what we'll you, do. I, I won't. I won't immediately go to those things, but if I need them for some reason, I'm telling you, I've never eaten a habanero. I have no clue. Um, let's see. Uh, Sarah mirrored off of that. Said random food review episode. I don't know what about that. Domino's but... pizza
0: food review. Food, food review. Food review. Yeah, food that'll review. be okay.
1: So, what? food review
0: i keep saying food this review, is what we'll do food I, I, d-
1: I don't know if we'll do it in the middle of the episode 100 but what we might do is have our Domino's food <laughs> feud, <laughs> food review uh before we start the the saw plays so you know we'll, we'll see if we can figure that out uh but liam mirrors that podcast cat is a deaf so that makes sense um sarah said cook the foods you want to try in your favorite games so look at games and find the foods and then cook them okay i'm gonna stop there because that's impossible I'm like a decent cook, but like the
0: things I see in games, yeah, i like a bad Require cook. hours of preparation. Like I want like this big old turkey and like a turkey leg, like you see in games. Yep. like so like roast ham that you see in games. I can't rum make ham. That. I, I gotta work that day. I can't make not rum ham. Not rum ham.
1: But rum ham is important. It's where it's at. Uh, let's see. Uh, too bad this can't happen. But have podcast cat cook you a mon hunt a monster hunter meal. That'd be great. Yeah, dude, I, you think I'm kidding? I love the meals of Monster. And every time I see them, I'm like, dude, that's, I would chow like the hell down on Like the
0: kebabs and stuff. That's some of like the some of the meals I would want to make, and I Same. do not have time. I, I don't even know
1: how to do any of that. Kebabs so. are very easy to make. Probably like,
0: you could make a kebab no problem.
1: Yeah, uh, Liam mentioned that we wouldn't be where we were without podcast cats. Important. Uh, Mister Ryan says you should invite us all on the hundredth episode so we can annoy y'all. If like, I could actually if, find an easy way to figure out how to do call-ins, not I have even that. no clue how to do it if, now. If you have a few people on, that'd no, be interesting. If
0: you know where we live, which I hope you don't. But if you do, or you are close contact with us, like one of our Discord buddies, if you want to fly down here to hang out, I do not care. Yeah, don't I wrong. Will We're not saying you. that
1: you're going to, but if you do, do it. <laughs> yeah, like I'm. I'm. I'm just saying that if you do, you have it, a week to figure that out. It's so.
0: guaranteed. Like to hang out so maybe maybe those people who talked about us doing like a big old road trip together or like a meet up together this is your shot i don't, I don't know maybe maybe it is
1: mm-hmm. uh perhaps a sacrifice is in order mr chad patron thank you good sir uh mentioned uh and there was a vote to sacrifice captain chronic uh all in favor say aye. uh we got a couple of eyes including blake himself so ah uh, uh that was not an eye uh, Oh are, are uh, you saying I like I want to be the one who sacrificed? I said ah uh, like okay. wanted to be sure. Gotcha. Okay, let's see, and I think that was about the end of the main episodes. Let's see. Yep. Podcast cat was very specific. Wait, Kiki had one down the road, I think, and I'm trying to figure out where it's at. I'm scared i don't know i don't see it maybe i'll reveal what's all in my bag of secrets over here actually. no bathroom breaks if we did an all-day stream but uh, uh, that's probably wh- not gonna happen. whose
0: rule is that
1: uh that was sarah's uh, and you know what that, she said just bottles so you know what no okay yeah. first the of all, the problem with bottles is what what happens if you got to do dookie
0: uh well number two is what uh is adequate or er, adequate to say for this show <laughs> adequate but um adequate no, like trust me like a- after i eat like if we're going to be streaming for like four hours after that, like I'm going to go to the bathroom at least some point during that.
1: Yeah. Y'all don't realize that Saul has a very interesting bathroom schedule. It's IBS. Leave me alone. Okay. Well, anyway, I think that's about it. Like we said, if you have any other ideas that you'd like to see us do, I think we'll capitalize on a couple of those. Saul wrote down them. uh, The ones that I think he was definitely into and that we think we could realistically pull off. So if you have, excuse me, any other ideas, let us know. We'll do some thinking of our own. The one thing, boy, I can't do it. Uh, The one thing, uh, that I wanted to do. Uh, we do giveaways all the time on Twitter. And uh, I know that sometimes, you, you know, we, we do the, the giveaways on Twitter again, parts just to be transparent, you know, our essential idea is that uh, the people who do listen to us have a chance to get stuff from that. Uh, and that happens often. Blake has gotten, Blake has won a number Three, of things right? from us. Uh, Kiki's won some stuff from us. Uh, so we've definitely done some of that. Um, I think Josh has won some stuff from us. Uh, we do it for that. We do it to, you know, kind of appreciate the people who do already follow us but we also do it to try and get new people going towards us and you know be it maybe somebody finds us and they never heard of us before uh, and then we get a new member of the community we love the idea of that uh, but because of the fact that we normally do that a lot of the giveaways do end up going towards people not a hurry up we're starting to lag on the monitor over there
0: uh oh! I don't know if that's the monitor lagging in the video, but
1: I don't know. Sorry but to cut you off. We don't normally, you know, we we've never done anything. We've done one Discord only giveaway, but essentially, what's going on? I think it's fine. Uh, look, see, we're we're not made of money. We run on normal equipment. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at the runtime. I wanted right to now. do a giveaway that's going to be specifically geared towards the episode, so. The fact that we're live streaming makes it even easier. What I'm essentially going to figure out how to do throughout this week is I'm going to get something for giveaway. I'm not going to talk about what it is yet. I'm going to figure out what I have the ability to do, and somebody randomly selected from our Twitch chat, so we can and say whoever's like, and, in Twitch.
0: No, well, yeah, we can say and go, and and just we'll say a phrase to comment or a word to comment, and then I don't know then, if we'll
1: do that. What I think I may do just to make it as, as fair as possible, go through all the viewers, is I may just yeah, if, if we can do it to where it can just tie into what viewers are in at the moment or what viewers have been in, that'd be even better because I know it's not everybody may be able to stay for the whole thing uh but essentially what i'm going to do at the beginning of the uh, episode i'm going like to mention that we're in. doing a giveaway yeah and then at the end of the giveaway before we start or at the end of the episode before we stop streaming we'll see who all has been in uh and if possible and then we'll do a giveaway based off of that and that's more just so that the people who do actually come and join us every week uh, or like join random- us for these live streams as much as possible i just we really want to appreciate y'all uh Obviously, we're not made of money. We'll do what we can. Uh, I have a couple of ideas of things. I would like it to be a little more personal. So I'll figure out what I can do, but I also want it to be something that's useful for everybody. So I will do the best thing that I can for <laughs> that. Yes, Saul?
0: I did not know Drake Bell did Young Master Ericus'.
1: How voice. did you not know that? I knew that from the immediate, like as soon as they talked about it. Has he it. always been his voice? I caught that. I caught well, that. No, Young Ericus was only in Kingdom Hearts 3. But yes, if the from movie. the moment that they started... He wasn't he was in Kingdom or Kingdom Cross Union Cross No he wasn't Yes was
0: he not No he was not Oh
1: but anyway, uh, yeah, we'll do a giveaway of some sort for you guys. So if you listen to this and you can make a way into the live stream, uh, I mean, we want to appreciate you as much as possible, and I think it's a fun way to do it. So I will figure out a giveaway item before the end of the week, and we will announce it at the beginning of the episode once we get everything started. Uh, and we may have a couple of other fun things that we all come from us, but uh, I've just been very busy lately, and I did want to have more time to plan this, and it's just been a lot of stuff. Um, so my week is going to be dedicated to doing all the technical stuff that has to happen in the studio to make sure that we can make this stream happen. No issues. My and we're week is going to be that. dedicated, perfecting my run for Dark Souls 3. So <laughs> do it, Saul. Uh, but all right, with that said, I think we are at the end of this episode. And we appreciate you for joining us. And uh, hopefully you don't mind us doing this more of a laid back episode, which I know will be followed by another laid back episode so. uh, with episode 100. Uh, but we'll get back into being a little more topical and having a little more fun uh, that way, in at least 101. in 101. Uh, and that'll be... The beginning of our first you know, or the ending of our first one hundred episodes, going into our next set of one hundred episodes. Uh, we're no we're not going anywhere as far as we know. Uh, I'll shave off my beard. No, I won't. I'm just kidding. I think we I do think we have to go back to the eventually. I think every E three at this point, it's just gotta be a given that we choose one game that we think is asininely impossible to actually and, come and out. We'll save our heart. And beers. we say we'll save our head or beard, whatever we decide. Um, but it's gotta be some great physically altering thing. Uh you know i got you a game that'll never come out oh and then hashtag free the nips if you've been with us long enough for hashtag free the nips and we really appreciate that uh but with that said I, I think we are done with this episode so saul thank the people like i will right Th- now thank you thank you all we'll uh, we'll see you next time <laughs> yeah see you next week watch out this is awkward transition into us ending the episode Thanks for our patrons. Uh, Chad V. Dan Barber. Josh Jarrell. Mikey 12. My name is Dan Douglas Below. Sean Santarude. Eric McAllister. New patron for the month. Thank you, sir. Shadowist Stephen Salazar. The Stonard. Travis Below. Lake Popes, Eduardo Palomino, and Stefan, I think it's Stefan Swanlin. Uh, Stefan, hope all's well with your uh, surgery and stuff that you had going on, your procedure. I don't necessarily know exactly what was going on, but we wish the best of luck to you. If you would like to support us on Patreon, uh, do so by clicking through to the link below, but we appreciate it. Thank you.